it's about getting into schools and talking to young people because you know I, I know that people can change uh, and, it, and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever and we just need to work together and keep on the good fight there absolutely Hey there guys, we are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The times are changing and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults and those who wish to be as different as possible so thank you very much to find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do and more importantly how you can help head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com Hey, this is Molly Rennick from Living Dead Girl. I'm Jeremy Saffer, rock photographer. Hey, this is Buzz Black. Hey guys, this is John Karabi. Hey there, this is Ron Wasserman, the nut that wrote Go Go Power Rangers. Hi everyone, my name is Matt. I am the host of the Nevermind Polly podcast. You're listening to the Chronicles of Podcast with Jamie and Tom. Enjoy. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the first episode of 2023, Jamie. I know! back. Is it, I was going to say back with a vengeance, but it's, that's, we're not really Die Hard 3, are we? So, um, I just, I just say we're, we're back once again um, with the Renegade Master, and we found the ill behaviour. So, we're, you know, we're coming in, we're coming in hot. Uh, but I do believe, Jamie, um, this is the 69th edition of the Chronicles Podcast. 69, um, dude! And um, I do believe that these are the Chronicles of, uh, of Matthew Bacon from the Nevermind Polly Podcast. Oh, yeah, they are indeed. Wonderful. Well, we don't have driving, so maybe we should row into the oh, show. Go on, then. Sounds fun. Let's go. That's a hit it. Hello, everybody, and a welcome to the first edition of 2023, the 69th edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And excuse me while I stick my fingers into my are the chronicles of Matt Bacon. It is I, the bearded Brummy Jamie, and joining me, as always, as always, this handsome devil right here. Please excuse me while I stick my fingers into my these. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the, uh, <laughs> the first edition of 2023 of, uh, of the Chronicles podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's a Scotsman Tom. What's going on? Uh, Jamie has massively thrown a curveball to me straight away. <laughs> the, the year's only four days old, and uh, we're talking about sticking your fingers into your these. Yes. Your these could be whatever you interpret it as your these as. Um, so the one thing that has massively confused me more than anything else, Jamie, Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year, Happy sir. New Year. Happy New Year to everybody listening, everybody watching, etc., etc. Uh, we appreciate every single last one of you, so thank you very much. People who desire to be a human statue as a career. I mean, <laughs> not where I saw this going. <laughs> what? I, who 
it's growing up going, my God, I'm really good at standing still. Like, I'm so good that I, I don't talk, I don't breathe, and I'm fucking amazing at it. Oh, and he gets your GCSEs. So, you know, when you have to pick your GCSEs, is there any statue GCSEs? Can I just do a whole topic on statues? Is there any statues that, well, obviously your statues don't move twat. I really nearly ruined that joke then. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, no, no, sorry, Kevin, we don't have that. So why, why not? You know, you've got your massive science, your English, but I decide to be a human statue when I grow up. So, you know, what do you say do I need for that? Well, none, to be honest with you, Kevin. <laughs> Lovely. I'm out of it. Maybe maths so I can count my change. Um, well, you've got to study never, that till you're 18 now, so we'll definitely... I've never... Well, yeah. I've mm. never understood why someone thought they could paint themselves a completely... Just one colour, gold, silver, whatever. <laughs> this, and yes. And then stand there... And do nothing all day. What a lazy ass job that is. <laughs> it's that is what I was just about to point out. Why did someone who is a human statue think I tell you what, this standing still malarkey isn't enough? I need to paint myself silver. They just, do you it's because it's touch. Do you reckon it hides expressions of the skin, maybe? I don't know. It, it it's kind of intriguing as to who desires to stand still every fucking day. And not say a word and just stand. Just yeah, it's really maybe. fucking boring as well. Tell me about it, right? I would be like, after about five minutes, I'm like, yeah, I've done this. I think the only benefit to being a human statue is scaring people. Scaring people and ignoring people's bullshit. I mean, that's about it, really. Do you reckon any like um, big issue people or like homeless people have gone, any spare change and they've not moved? They've gone, st- what would they do if the homeless people were to take the change? Can they move then? Oh, that's a good point. That is a very good point, actually. We need to test this. Interesting. It's a theory. So no, I can't remember the last time I saw it. Saw a human statue person. No, do I? But now I think that every statue is a fucking human statue. So you know, you just look at it, you go, "Yeah, I don't trust you, bastard." Even if it's on a massive plinth. <laughs> yeah, still. You've I, been I, there I, for 150 years, you. but still. <laughs> I see you, Alexander the Great. I don't trust you at all. Um, I see you, Conan the Barbarian. Wait, is that Arnie? Um, anyway, so <laughs> where is yeah, the statue it, of Conan just, the Barbarian? It just, I don't know, no idea. Um, it was just like it just, it just came to mind. I can't, I was thinking I was either watching something or I was listening to something, and I just went, Why do people want to be human statues? And then that Leslie Shoot the Rabbit Hole was thus opened. Um, can you imagine it as well, though? You're in school. He's like, what does your dad do for a living? He's a banker. What does your dad do for a living? Oh, he's an, he works in marketing. What does your dad do for a living? Human statue. <laughs> what? It's got to be like the laziest job ever. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But but not but is, but isn't. But is. It's one but of those... <laughs> At the same time, I'm like, fair play. If you can stand that still for that long and look like a statue, I kind of admire it. Fair play. Do you know? Not admire it as in I'd want to do it, but at the same time, I could never do that. I just, I want to know where it came from. I'm kind of intrigued to know how how this became a thing. It must be a circus act, maybe. But then who wants to watch a circus act if someone just standing still? Someone just stood still one day and then he suddenly moved and he's like, fucking hell, Dave, I thought you were a statue. Couldn't believe it when you moved. Dragon's Den, I've got an idea. <laughs> I'll make millions. <laughs> Jamie, moving on. Um, are you a binfluencer or are you binfluenced? Oh, I'm definitely binfluenced. 
I think I know what you're getting. At least if you're talking about what I think you're talking about, I'm definitely been influenced. So obviously a influencer is somebody who is a rogue pioneer and just goes, might be Bin Day, might not be. I'm going to put them out anyway. And everyone else goes, As you, oh, Sean's put the bins out. Um, do, we, do you reckon we should? Well, at least, at least if we're going to do it, just copy. Yeah, okay. So you're bin influenced. You then oh. put the same bin out because oh, Sean's yeah. down the road has done it. And then Carol looks at you and goes, oh, Ch- Jamie and Sean put the bins <laughs> You reckon we should? Yeah, at least get the same one, so at least we don't look mental. I wonder if there's one rogue one that goes, it's definitely not brown, it's definitely green today, boys. (laughs) You're all fucked. It's like I'm 90% certain it's a Wednesday night slash Thursday morning, but I always doubt myself. So I'm like, yeah, they've got the bins out. It's definitely tonight. And recycling, I never fucking remember. I definitely have to rely on my neighbours to remind me if it's recycling week. I think I have either ADHD or some sort of autism or something in the sense, not like on the map, but just because, or it's probably OCD to be honest. Like I'm so particular. It's like it has, it's bin day. So it has to go. I, I, I just know every single recycling day, bin day. Like I need, I need, when the electric meet, I need the electric meet and the gas meter every month. Like I just need them. I don't care what's <laughs> happening. I don't care if the house is on fire. I need those meter readings. Um, so yeah, it's just <laughs> like the luckily person our age who does that. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I don't know why. I like pro- being productive, right? Um, I sold one of my records a couple of days ago uh, for about fifty quid. So I paid my phone, but my phone contract off, done completely. And I'm like, oh god, oh god, why is it paying off a phone contract feels amazing? I'm like, oh, right, well, that's that one done, you know. Upgrade time, boys. Upgrade time. It's probably because you know you can get a good phone because yours is fucked. <laughs> Literally, the amount of times he wants to open apps or delete apps without me even asking to. The worst one is when I want to go on WhatsApp and it keeps opening Facebook, but then I close Facebook and it opens it again. I close it, it just opens it. it literally, so I close it, it opens it straight back up again. I'm like, swear to Christ. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of annoying. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like that you've been influenced. I'm oh, definitely, definitely a bit. I'm definitely a influencer, so I definitely like to. I, I, I'm actually quite tempted whenever I do get a house or a flat or whatever, when I actually do put bins out again to really fuck with people. <laughs> I'm really tempted to be like, bin out, and everyone goes, but it's Sunday tomorrow. Why is he? Hmm. Mm. And I want to watch everybody else start doing it, and I'll be like, ah, and put my back in. There's a couple of people who live at the top of the road. They're utter rebels. They leave their bins out all day, all week. They just leave them at the top of their drive. That's pretty genius, to be fair. Yeah, that's, they, that's they can never way. forget. <laughs> no, I imagine just fill it. They walk out, fill it, and walk back in again. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's I have my own too. special category some weeks where I'm the person that goes, "Oh shit, the bin men are on our road," and run outside in your dressing gown at six in the morning. Do I get my own category for that? Because I've done that quite a few times. I love that. Why did bin men come so fucking? I suppose they don't want to block the roads, I'm but like. Yeah, just, just I reckon they mess again. Do it just for that moment to go. Let's see how many people we can get to run out naked or in their <laughs> underwear. <laughs> we haven't made the reversing bin lorry noise yet. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I ask when you wake up, you go shit, <laughs> and then they, they go, it's coming quick. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> That's where Becky goes. We didn't put the bins out. <laughs> Fucking put them out. Anyway. Um. Just a quick little factoid for you before we move on. Did you know that chocolate fingers float in the bath? 
What, you know the black the plastic actual... tray they live in? Oh, the tray. Okay, the tray. I thought you meant the actual they, chocolate fingers. They, they float so you could have chocolate fingers while you're enjoying a nice soak. Don't tempt me to do things like that. You know what I'm like. Too late. <laughs> Hello, Jamie. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well, my friend. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm knackered. I am... I can't sleep. I don't know why. But there we are. So just absolutely... You've been listening shamed. to Faithless? No. Why do I Faithless? No sleep. Oh, okay. So that, that went right over my Yeah, head. sorry. <laughs> um, I was like, why does the Faithless at two in the morning? That's just weird. <laughs> um, I'm not at a rave, maybe. <laughs> I can't sleep because I'm too busy fucking raving. Those days are long gone. I fucking, they've never even begun for me. I was going like, to say, they've never begun for me. No. Um... Yeah, so it's more into Shikari, I think, than it is Faithless. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's weird. I don't quite. So, I, I sashed, I sashed with old Braidonia last night. Um, <laughs> and we did, we just, we just caught up. Um, all right, and then, um, yeah, that's about it. Really, and the night before, I think I spent God of Water about two, three in the morning, and obviously I have to get it for work. So I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> that probably doesn't help playing God of War till two, three o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's definitely worth it. So let's, let's be real. Let's be really fucking real. So uh, yeah. So what's been going with you, my friend? Um, I am also rather tired because I've been working nights. So that's a problem. I love this new job. But the hours change that often. My body clock's just gone. Ah, just just take the batteries out, mate. I don't Li- know what's going on. Literally, when you're putting your shit into the calendar, I'm like, are you just a night manager now? <laughs> it's like, all does- over the shop. <laughs> It's awful. Yeah, it's a bit of an adjustment, but it's fine. I like the job. It's fine. It's fine. Classic Jamie response. I won't do anything <laughs> about it. I'll let them fuck me in the ass. I don't care. <laughs> I, can't, I can't really do anything about it. That was there before I took the job. I knew what was there, so I can't do anything about it. All right. But no. Uh, what have I been doing this week? Uh, oddly enough, I've been reannering because what else do I always bloody do? Um, Yesterday I did a double shift, so that was fun. I did a 2pm till 6am this morning. That was good fun. But just... Was it actually, though? To be honest, it was all right. <laughs> You're a, s- a sucker for punishment, dude. Like, seriously. Don't bother me. Why would you want to do that with yourself? I just think of that cash dollar dollar. I, 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 okay, which is fair. But then again, it's almost <laughs> like the human statue conversation all over again. <laughs> I really, do you know what I really want to do today? Do you know what I really want to do? I want to work 16 hours. That's what I really want to, I want to fucking smash the, I want to, I just want to be at work. I don't want to fucking be here. No, in reality, the thing that I'm in charge of needed cover and I could do the money. I figured, you know what, fuck it, I'll do it. It makes me look good. So I'll do it. <laughs> Morrison's is coming. <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. Did you know that Amazon are working with Morrison's? They do their grocery. Fucking yes. Amazon. Jesus, why? Yeah, I think it was a couple of years I decided to get yeah, I didn't realise till yesterday. So <laughs> Me, no English? That's impossible. Um, <laughs> I completely fucked my words then. Um, yeah, they've been doing it for about a couple of years now, I think, Jamie. Oh, fair enough. I didn't realise till yesterday. And I was like, no, why would they do that? But anyway, yeah. Uh, Rihanna, obviously we had New Year's Eve since we last spoke. So we uh, celebrated New Year's Eve. I was at work from six in the morning so i was absolutely knackered i wasn't going out partying or anything like that we had a quiet night in we had a few drinks ordered in indian food watched a few movies it was just a nice quiet night i think becky had to prod me awake to go happy new year because i was out of it it's fine um 
we did a wonderful interview last night, which was amazing, which you shall hear very shortly, folks. Um, oh, two, two nights ago, yeah? Wasn't it last night? Two nights ago. No, no, no. Night shift you brain. You had your wonderful 16-hour shift. Just, yeah. I was going to say, I swear I didn't interview last night. What, what interviews were you doing? <laughs> night shift brain, as I said. And um, this, this week, I've actually spent a bit of money on myself. When do I ever do that? Treated myself, right? So we put put some money together and we brought ourselves a Nintendo Switch for the family. It's oh, great. fucking hell. Yeah, I've been playing it. Becky's been playing it. Olivia's been playing it. It's great. It's been great oh, yeah. fun. Yeah, quite a lot on it. I've been enjoying playing on that. I've been playing Animal Crossing, building my little village. Felt like a right man playing my Animal Crossing. But I don't care. It's fucking great. I had the first game in the GameCube and it's awesome. Um, what else have I been doing? I also brought tickets to a gig. See, I'm trying to spend that money on myself. I know, right? I'm going to see tra- Tragedy. I don't know if you've ever heard of Tragedy. Who the fuck are they? Tragedy are a disco metal band. They basically do covers of disco songs as metal. Okay. They did a mix of Slayer's Raining Blood and It's Raining Men, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but I'm mostly going for the other band that's playing with them because Nana War of Steel are playing in Birmingham and I had to fucking go. <laughs> Amazing. La, 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 So I'm very excited for that. Um, what else have we been doing? Other than that, like I said, I've just been working. Um, I haven't really seen the kids since. I'm going to see them this weekend. They're, they're coming to stay here. But yesterday, was it? I'm seeing, I'm getting my days mixed up. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. At some point in the past few days, I discovered a brand new song by our good friend, Mitchell Ems. I don't know if you've heard this song yet. I shared it out on social media. Yes. It's last night. It was last night. Seeing that. Thank you. Seize the Day by David DeAndre featuring Mitchell Ems. Everyone go and find this song. My God, this boy is incredible. I just thought I was listening to it. I was like, ah, that's why I had a man crush. Initiated again. I love this boy. He's just glorious. So everyone needs to go and listen to it, including you, Mr. Stevens. Go and listen to it. Not right now. We're recording. Okay. And watching wise, I watched... DC Super Pets, the cartoon with Dwayne the Rock Johnson does Crypto the Superdog. We brought it for Olivia for Christmas. We sat and watched it. It's brilliant. I really enjoyed that. I'm not going to lie. Um, over New Year's Eve, we watched Kingsmen. Have you seen Kingsmen? I've seen all of them. <laughs> seen all, I, I, don't know, I don't know. I'd watched the, we watched the first one again because I realised I'd never watched the second one. So we watched the first one New Year's Eve and then watched the second one on New Year's Day. I, just, I, I actually think I kind of preferred the second one. It was so fucking good. Cameo galore. Road. Did you know Mark Strong hated filming that scene as well? Really? Yeah, we Why? didn't want to sing. Oh, I thought. Scottish? What the fuck? Mark, hey, me, do I fucking sing a wee song on the film for us, Paul? <laughs> Not particularly, David, that's all it for you. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to listen to my dulcet tones, eh? Um, He's yeah. so good. I, I, I was, that scene, I'm gutted every time I see that bit. Every single time I see that bit, I'm gutted. Yeah, I was like, no! <laughs> Fucking brilliant film, really enjoyed that. It's great, uh, it is great. I finally watched New Mutants. Have, have you seen this? It's been out a few yeah, years. Yeah, Maisie Williams is in it, isn't she? Yeah. I st- we watched it and I was like, was that good? I genuinely don't know. <laughs> Like I didn't love it and I didn't dislike it, but I didn't. Really are you not like? like I don't are you not overly superheroed out yet? No, not really. 
Plus, it's not really superhero. I know it's mutants and stuff, but it's not. There's no real heroes in this story. No, but it's like Marvel, isn't it? Like, you're not just drained of. It's just. I I watched that Guardians. I'll spoil it now. I watched that Guardians of the Galaxy how they special and was like, what am I watching? Yeah, that was that wasn't really a proper hero story, though, was it? It was a bit of fun. No, I, I was I just found it a bit. It was was it fun though? It was just a bit like, what what is going on? Like I just don't, I don't I just don't get it. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Am, I meant, it was to, am I meant to get it or? I don't know. The song at the beginning was absolutely phenomenal. Oh, it's amazing and that like, song. And then I was just like, ah, that seems to be the best part of the whole thing because I just thought it was terrible. To be fair, that song is the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> I love that song. That went straight on my Christmas playlist. I love that song. And last but not least, I am on season three, episode 21 of 24. Fuck me, this series is good. This it's is the best one. Is this one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this has been the best one so far. Re- oh, okay. I really enjoyed this series. Really enjoyed Be- it. Better than one and two. Are you for free? I, I, just, I just really, but saying that, I think I said that about the second one after the first because you know you're just in the moment watching it. It's like God, this is so fucking good. It is amazing. I, I from a personal perspective, I, three is one of the weaker ones for me. Um, More the second in, half. The first half was good, but the second half is great. I'm trying to think. I wonder if you've got to that bit yet. Well, James not... Morrison talked so James Morrison talked about it in the interview we did with him last year. Uh, I've not seen he, him the, yet. So the first episode that James ever watched. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Oh, okay. You ever um, the first episode he ever watched uh was the end of season three. And I, I'm not gonna say anything because I I don't wanna but I think you're there or thereabout. It might be twenty two. Jack has just taken over. He's basically sent Tony off. Yeah, yeah, 22 it is. It's the next episode. Is, it, is it the episode I'm just oh about to start then? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't do this to me. I'm so excited. Oh, James. Oh, it's, it's so fucking it's, good. Uh, it, it, it's a, yeah, a season three, episode 22, it definitely, it's definitely 22, is it's big. <laughs> yeah, that's my next one to start. So I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, fucking great. Hashtag team, team Armada all day, every day. So, oh yeah, just so damn good. This is the best show. Like, just I'm fucking loving it. I hate the fact I never watched it sooner, but at the same time, I kind of love that I'm watching it now. Because I'm just jealous that you still get to watch it all properly, like for the first time. Like, I'd love to rewatch it all again as a as a newbie. I'd love to have unsee it and watch that. It, yeah. If I had one wish to, to, if I could watch, if I could unsee one show and watch it all again, that would be what it would be. Twenty four. Yeah. Oh, so mate. fucking good. It is. So it good. is like this world. Sorry, I'm, carry on. Anyway, anyway that, that, that's pretty much it, really. That, that's been my week. But yeah, I'm fucking excited. And now I really want to go watch episode 22. So see ya. Anyway, um, what you been up to, my friend? <laughs> well, re-entering, obviously, we went back to work yesterday. Um, and within the first two hours of me being back at work, I got another delegate in. So I was like, fucking come <laughs> on! And he's a big dog as well. He's a big, juicy dog. So that's a nice little 200 squids in the back pocket. Um uh so then that's and that works it's been it's been i'm on team uk now they've like split it into, into a trifecta team uk team europe and team usa um okay. and my, my boss was like i i kind of want to keep you is that okay i was like yeah do, why do i have the choice <laughs> is team usa looking for because <laughs> you know um 
funnily enough, I had a guy come back to me tonight about a boardroom that we host on the 13th of December. And I was just like... <laughs> little bit late on uh, that one, my friend. Um, obviously, we had New Year. Me and Karis, what did we do? I think we watched TV and watched for a bit. I don't think we watched any films. Um, oh, we did. We watched Children of Men because she's never seen it. Unbelievable. I love that film so much. Which one, sorry? Children of Men. Oh, Children of Men. With Clive Owen and Michael Caine. I don't think I've actually seen them. Oh, it's not on on any streaming. Um, She got £30 iTunes vouchers, which bought loads of movies. Um, She bought like Sliding Doors and uh, Children of Men. She bought Where the Crawdads Sing. She bought uh, Chicago. And that film, oh my God, is it Serendipity? Um, with yeah, Kate Beckinsale and John Cusack, I think. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, because we're going to we're going to the cafe or the place where they ate gelato. I think when we go to New York, um, I can't believe that's in like five and a half weeks. That's insane. Um, yeah, so we watched we watched Serendipity, watched Children Men. We've completed the White Lotus. I can't. I actually quite recommend it. It's quite good. I'm not going to lie yeah. to you. Um, Jennifer Coolidge reprising her acting like she's great. She's absolutely great in it. She's just mental, but she's great. Um, uh, so I recommend the White Lotus on Now TV for anyone that has Now. Um, I we smashed Slow Horses, so I had to buy the books. Oh really? It's it's incredible. They filmed the series, so it's a it's a not now a nine part novel. The ninth book's not out yet. But it's a nine part novel written by a guy called Mick Heron, who I'm dying to get on this show. Um, and so I bought the first two books. It's the first two series, okay. and it's all about Gary Oldman's character. And there's eight books in the series at the moment. Ninth on the way, um, and it's fucking unbelievable. So they filmed the first and second back to back, and then they filmed the third and the fourth back to back. But the third and the fourth aren't going to be out until fucking then next this year. The bastards. Oh, so I have to wait a bloody. Year. But they've already shown the next next season. I'm like, <sighs> so it's clearly right. ready. Just fucking put it right. out then. Yeah, can I just have it now? Well, they only put season two out at the start of December, which I didn't know. So I was like, ah, oh, bastard, I would have waited a little bit. I would have, like, nurtured it and let it, like, watched uh... it. It's too good. It's too, it's only six episodes and they're all an hour long, but my God, it's incredible. Um, So literally after this, after this recording of this episode, I'm going to go and start reading the first book. Um, so I can't recommend Slow Horses to to absolutely everyone. Go and watch it because it, Apple TV. It's so worth it. Every second of that episode of that series, sorry, is incredible. And the second series is filmed in in uh, the Cotswolds. So hmm. um, yeah, well, I saw Child Stroud train station at Ecotricity. I was like, I used to fucking work there. <laughs> what this is? This is weird. Um, yeah, really good, really good. Uh, so that New Year's we watched Sam Rider, which. Which is what inspired me to uh, drop it. We've gone for Sam Ryder here, guys and girls. So we might watch out for the rest this year. We might. Uh, I think might we've gone for Sam Ryder about three times now through different contacts. I've I remember only... reaching out. I remember reaching out to him when he was just famous on TikTok before he'd even like made it big with Eurovision. Because I just thought he was a great be... singer. <laughs> he used to be one of my favorite bands. He did a third album of my favorite bands, Close Your Eyes, who have just reformed, which is amazing. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh, so I, I, that's the record I sold. Um, yeah, so I watched him and watched the fireworks, but I forgot it was on iPlayer. Hmm. And iPlayer's, what, 30 seconds to a minute behind? Ah, on... yes. So all the fireworks that I got off, I was like, well, hang on, they're, they're still cat. like, what? And I got really confused. I looked at my watch, I was like, it's midnight. What? But the... And then they were going, 10. No, I was like, but it's already past midnight. What the fuck is going on? And then I remembered it's on iPlayer. 
streaming off the off the PlayStation. I was like, oh, they're a minute behind. Of course. Nah. I was like, oh, happy new year. <laughs> so we um, missed we... all of the countdown stuff because we were just watching whatever we were watching, and Becky just went, oh, happy new year. No, <laughs> didn't realize the time. Oh, there we are. Um, obviously, we did a great interview Monday night, um, and then here we are. Really, we we've are. started that treason series. Um, Charlie Cox, like it's so weird seeing him as a British CIA agent rather than Daredevil. <laughs> and it, it's a brand new boxing. It's came out on Boxing Day. It's like a, a four parter or five parter, okay. and he's British, which is weird to begin with. Um, but the acting, it's a bit like. Mm. Um, something happened, and he went, and he went. <laughs> the his the girl, the woman is playing his missus was like, "You need to get her back." And he went, "I promise." And I was a bit like, "Oh, <laughs> a bit weird." <laughs> I don't That's know. It's really choice right there, Charlie. And I just kept being like, "How can you can see? Where's your suit? Like, what's this all about?" <laughs> How come you can look around everywhere? It's just really odd. Um, I think it's because you don't really know him from anything else. So he's like, incident dead all. Yeah. Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, so we started that, and then here we are. So trying to, try to look at some more series on Apple TV. Uh, Apple TV's got some really good shit. From the trailers, you're like, everything's awesome. <laughs> it's all like this serious but, drama stuff on there, though, isn't it, from what I can tell? Echo 3 looks good with Liam Evans, the um, Welsh actor. Mm. Um, so that's another one that's on the list. That and Suspicion, which is British again. So I'm going to watch that, which has got uh, Elizabeth Henstridge in it. So, hmm. um, yeah, old Simmons. Uh, so we'll give that a little bash as well. So, yeah, other than that, James, Sesha Braden last night, like I said, um, he lovingly sent me some hats, bless him. So I got two of these, got this one and the one with the, pan- the dripping panda on it. Um, hmm. yeah, and then here we are. Here we are, indeed. It's been a good old week. We are absolutely caught up. So, speaking of Braden, whoa, 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 one more thing, one oh, more oh, thing, oh, Jamie Westwood. Oh, oh, something quite momentous happened to the both of us yesterday, Monday. Ah, I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about this. Okay, yeah, of course, we are. Um, so Jasmine, who we work with at the, closely at the Noise Cartel, who gives us some of our guests, shared a post about a company called the Razor Edge Rocks, um, where they were looking for people, they were looking for interviewers and reviewers. Um, so I put our names forward and said, we're a podcast, we would like to do some interviews with you, that's okay. And lo and behold, that's what's going to happen. So uh, your boys are doing the Chronicles of Podcasts and now also doing the Razor's Edge Rocks. They're going to be completely separate entities. Um, so we're going to, you know, we're going to be working for both, basically, our own company and theirs. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, check those little bad boys out when we get started. I think we're getting started in a couple of weeks' time. So it's going to be uh, it's gonna be great. Everyone go check out the Razor's Edge Rocks right now on all the social medias. Yes, and like I said, absolutely. Every- if we've had an interview come out on there or whatever, we'll make sure to plug it on this show. So if, if you're not quite getting just enough of us and you want a little bit more. Then exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we've been talking to all bands from the world of rock and metal. So uh, keep your eyes put for those little bad boys that Jamie said. Just go check them out. Just go and listen to them right now. They're great. I look forward to it. It's going to be good fun. Stretching our wings, as they say. Absolutely. But yeah, you mentioned Braden. Sorry, do continue. Yes. I was just going to say, shall we hear from our good friends at Stay Cozy Clothing? Absolutely, boys. 
All right. Is this thing on? Well, howdy doody, everybody. This is Braden Barry from Say We Can Fly, founder of Stay Cozy Clothing. Your one-stop shop for the coziest, most fashionable hoodies, t-shirts, and more. Gorsh, Mickey. That's right, folks. And we're proud to say that we are now sponsoring... The Chronicles of Podcast. Ouch. Hosted by Tom and Jamie. <laughs> like, you can get 10% off, man. That's right, Shaggy. Just use the special code, The Chronicles, at checkout. Oh, boy. Jamie. <gasps> yes, sir. We'll always forever know as the greatest advert of all time. Oh, absolutely. There is no better. And do you know what follows it? Oh, I think I know. One of your favorite segments. It's time for Callum's Treachins. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Do you want to know something? Callum will be able to tell you. And Callum's treachings. It's cereal soup. Ooh. Welcome to the brand new year, the brand new episode of 2023, and a brand new set of Callum's treachings. Jamie, let's get to the crux. That crux over there that you love getting involved in. Oh, that cruxy cruxy. What is Callum treaching us this week? Every day I wake up and start the 16-hour process of getting ready for bed. (laughs) (laughs) Unless Jamie Westwood, who's proceeded through a 16-hour shift and then then gets into bed, yeah. So it's more of a 17-hour process of maybe maybe 18. That is hilarious. That's so true, isn't it? You get up and go, cool, right, so uh, I better get through this day then so I can get back to you, my little lover. (laughs) Just just make the bed and go... You wait there for me, I'll be back soon. <laughs> James Blunt starts playing Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. <laughs> I, I need to get back to this little mother. Yeah, it's uh it's weird because at the moment I I'm doing anything but so <laughs> um but it's it's absolutely spot on. Isn't it quite a depressing way to look at it as well? It is like, a little bit, yeah. I can't wait for the day to be over so I can go back to sleep and not move again. I'll be a human <laughs> statue of my own in bed. <laughs> if I could just be unconscious, not acknowledging the world at all, that would be great. If I could just shelf myself, um, that would be absolutely wonderful. <laughs> Throw back to a previous teacher there, Callum. You're very welcome. Um but yeah, I seem to want to just sit on the sofa and play God of War, which is something I forgot to mention previously. That's probably why game. you're not sleeping. Put the game down. No, I think it's the, I think it's the the caffeine. I think I'm drinking too much caffeine at night. I think that's what I think that's what it is ultimately. Um, but everyone just needs God of War. I, it, I'm I'm almost finished it, and I'm like, I don't want to finish it already. Didn't you only get it for I've Christmas? I played. I got it Boxing Day, and I've played. 22 hours and I'm on chapter 13 of 18 and I'm like I don't want I don't want to finish you I just don't want to because the story I saw Mark Bernardo post about and I was like I can't read this post yet because I haven't finished it but I was just like is this one of the single greatest games ever played I was like yeah I fucking know it is and I haven't finished it yet so I've heard very good things. I've not even played any God of War games. So. Oh, I've had them since the very, 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 very first one on PlayStation 1. Just love them. I love yeah. like a just kill everything and RPG where you just kill shit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Brilliant. I've got quite a so, few new games over Christmas and the holiday period, so I need to probably sit down and actually play them. And get God of War and then play them after. Yeah. But you need the first God, but you need a PlayStation. You've got a PlayStation, haven't you? I've got a PlayStation 4, yeah. Yeah, perfect. But you need the first game first to understand the second one. Otherwise, you won't have a clue. Yeah, that's a good point. 
So yeah, God of War, get the first God of, the remake God of War first, which is again superb in itself, and then get Ragnarok, and you just be like, this is the greatest. Again, a game I wish I could unsee and unplay and play it all again for the first time. Incredible. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> Yeah, it's like five times played on to But yeah, we had uh, we've got off track here. I do apologize. <laughs> yeah. um, so we should probably progress and move on. What else, Jamie? Is Callum Trichiners? <laughs> Action heroes either have or don't have hair. You never see a partially balding one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I John Cena. Um, oh, that bald that... spot. Ooh. Anyway, yeah. That that is so true. It's because they've got to look pristine and clean, haven't they? Maybe well, the boys yeah. would have done one with should have had one someone that did that, but I'm trying this can't oh be God. someone. I'm trying to think of what Bruce Willis's hair was like in Die Hard, because he sort of went from full head to no hair. I'm wondering if there was a middle ground around there. I was thinking of superheroes. I should... Like the blob, maybe he doesn't have he has a receding hairline, doesn't he? Does he? Oh, I don't think he does. No, but I can't remember. I can't remember either. I know Toad's got like a full head of hair. You're like, what? Um, but to fair, if they did is... have like a middle ground, they'd blatantly be a bad guy. They wouldn't be a hero. I'd love it if, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd love it if there was a scene in some of the action hero movie where they're just getting like the snip. Like, do, do, do. Just the hairdressers, do you know what I mean? Like living an everyday life. Maybe that's maybe that's a film we could write. Sorry, I'm sorry, it's the ether. The everyday um, life of a superhero. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not actually. There's no. There's not a lot really going on. It's just like the middle parts when nothing's happening, and they're just like <laughs> getting a haircut. And they're... that'd be great. He's like, I've been called to action. Then you get a little SpongeBob moment. Forty minutes later, like, oh, that was hard work. We don't see any of that. We don't yeah. want none of that. We want to see all the rest of it. Hang the shield up to the hook. Uh, <laughs> Julie, is dinner ready? I've been busy fucking saving the world again. <laughs> it's definitely going to be from Yorkshire. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh, copyright Chris, Jamie on, and Tom. You, no one's taking that you idea. Need, Fuck off. You need to get you need to get your fucking haircut, love. Look at the stare to you. Look at stare to you for fuck's sake. Go and get your haircut. It's like, <laughs> oh, I like my partially balding trim. Just like a superhero with with like a comb over. <laughs> Be so good. Doesn't want to let go. I get all that comes down the back and there's nothing on top. <laughs> it's over that way. If they have got one, they're one of the masked heroes. So you have no idea. Yeah, we want to have some idea though. <laughs> it ruins the effect, doesn't it? Surely you'd be like, unless they wore the mask and they talked about how they have like partially balding hair, but you never saw it. It'd always be like the mystery does he actually have like half a head of hair or not? He's got this idea of this mass vigilante taking his mask off and his hair's going as he takes it off. And then someone goes, put put that back, Dave, put that back on. Put fucking that back hell. on, mate. Jesus no Christ. one needs to see that. Jesus. Well, get your fucking hair cut, love. I know you just um, saved Galaxy, but crass, mate. This is not on. This is not champion, this. Right. <laughs> and finally, Jamie, <laughs> what else is Callum Trichiners? Week this. Have you ever thought how dictionaries have an expiry date? Wait, do they? Hey? Is it because they have to add more words in and take some out because of how language has changed? I mean, language changes is evolving. Like you wouldn't fucking believe it at the rate of knots I mean, at the moment. I mean, I guess he's right because there is like every so many years they do bring out a new dictionary, so you know that one's going to be out of date soon. So I guess he's right. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. I love. I have the idea of Callum Sutter going, "No, you fucking idiots! No, yeah, especially <laughs> in the, the Christmas show episode, now. yeah." 
Um, Players just that's sat insane. there ferociously writing a text message. You're fucking wrong again. Yeah. <laughs> Mental. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't get. I don't get the language these days. I was. Um, no. I was walking to the post office. Excuse me. Yesterday. And there was obviously an inset day because there were kids fucking everywhere. And there was these four lads and they were going, man's not know what man's is. And I was like, oh, eh? yeah, I know. And they were all white. And it was like, yeah, man's in this, this, doing it, man's. And man's need, man's need that. So does that mean the woman has to go, woman's needs this and woman's <laughs> needs that? Is that how that works? Or, you know, are, are we evolving from guys and girls, uh, guys and ladies now? Is it man's and woman's? Man's is that and how it is? Jesus Christ! I, I, either I'm getting old, or everyone needs to grow up a little bit and actually talk properly. And it's like um, I was at work. Sorry to anyone from work that would listen to this, but there's a guy who puts a playlist on, and I'm not joking, James. It's all grime and oh, have you not heard of Spider Pop X? And you're like, what the fuck's that? What the fuck and it's is all that? like, fancy could be fancy could have shot anything. And like, this is awful. What is this? And then one of them just went, oh, at least not in that emo rappy rock shit, uh, emo rocky hardcore shit. And I was like, oh, really? Okay, what with melodies and harmonies and Mel- and what- meaningful lyrics? Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like man's the thing, man's the thing, man's the thing, man's the thing. Like this is this is atrocious. I get that grime's a thing and everyone, you know, but Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. The problem is, though, it's hard to defend it as males because it seems to be most men doing it because it's all bruv and mans. There, as you said, there's no womans. There's no women going around. You're like, sis. Like, <laughs> <"Well>, <laughs> you got my penis in it. Fucking bleeding all over. Ah. <laughs> Sorry to edit it. I mean, no offence to anyone whatsoever. It just, um, I think we're just getting old. And I think Jamie's dead. Uh, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Sorry about the dead air here, guys. Welcome to the Chronicles with Tom Stevens. Um, <laughs> you're right there, James. So what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward oh, to the editing ow. of this show. I'm looking forward to edit when you text me and go, woman's bleeding all over paths is what I'm really excited about. Um, no, what's going on our first T-shirt? Anyway. <laughs> oh, God, could you imagine? We get fucking murdered. Mans don't appreciate T-shirt, innit? Black, 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 bruv. What? <laughs> he was dead, innit? Am I? <laughs> the other one that really bothers me is, you get me. You hear me. You understand me. Like you don't need reassurance after every sentence. Just if I don't there understand, was, I'll tell you. That reminds me <laughs> again. Same the same moment. So I've gone, when I was coming back from the post office on Tuesday, there was a guy with a crutch, and a guy came out the pub, and he was like, "Fucking hell, bro! What you done to your foot?" And he's like, "Are oh, you knowing it, bro?" He's like, "Yeah, bro. We knows it in it." <laughs> Do we? Was, was there any actual conversation had there? Like, <laughs> Like, what What just happened? Have, have we frozen in time? And this is literally... Because it th- th- there was no conversation had. It was just, ah, you know, is it, bruv? You know how we do. Is it, yeah, we do, bruv. We do that, innit? That basically means I had an accident being a silly sausage and I don't want to admit it in public. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't that, understand. Or the chaps but... have developed telepathy and we're fucked. I think we should move on. <laughs> Probably. 
That was another great edition of Callum's Tweet Tunes. Um, uh, that was another great edition of Callum. Callum, thank you so much for an absolutely belter, stellar fucking treat oh, for the fuck first, you know. first episode of the year. We love it. Absolutely. Fucking yes, sir. It's time for Tom's Journal. <laughs> yeah, it is. And welcome to another edition of Tom's Journal. Here we go. So, this one's just for you, Jamie. This one's just for fucking you. Toddler. Meerkat chuch Dad. Huh? Toddler. Meerkat chuch Dad. What the fuck is he talking about? Mum from upstairs. She wants some chocolate milk, love. <laughs> that. <laughs> reverse it is our house. All right, Missy Elliot. <laughs> Flip reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, amazing. You went, it's your bigger, bigger theater, theater, and it's your bigger. I would have absolutely loved it. Just burst into Missy Elliott's song. I mean, incredible. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. You're actually going to kill me off this week, I think. Sorry. <laughs> First episode of the year, it's got to come out with a banger, aren't we? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, right. Things British people can't believe. <laughs> How cold it is, how dark it is, how quick the year has gone, <laughs> when it's nearly Christmas, the price of a Freddo. <laughs> fucking inflation on them Freddos. Oh my God, it's like 35p now, isn't it? Something like that. Used to be fucking testing. Something you just go, um, <laughs> done. This is Leah Shipkey for that fucking crap. You know what I mean? It's a straight in. You wouldn't even have to fucking chew. <laughs> is, that, is that what we're calling it now? A little shutkey with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, oh. Jamie, I do apologise. The cough oh. the cough has attacked. Oh. I'd say no, it's a good week. If I have a coughing fit. <laughs> so <sighs> it turns out, Jamie, a squirrel would need to fall about 4,800 miles in order to die. Because that would give it time to start to death because they could survive terminal velocity. Oh. Rachel. I'm begging you. It's two thirty in the morning. Can you fuck <laughs> off? <laughs> I just want to know if someone did the maths or someone just tried to make a squirrel go that fast. Apparently, they can survive terminal velocity. How nuts is that? I did not <laughs> nuts squirrels. But I did not uh... know that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Learning all sorts of shit on this show. This really made me laugh. I really hope that you enjoyed it as so much as I did. You know, it's one of those things where you go, I shouldn't have laughed as much as I did when people say things like that. Oh, yeah, that's most things. Normal people. I met this guy. He was average. Victorian writers. He was, in the way of most men, possessed of a rudimentary intelligence. His countenance, ordinary. His bearing, mild. With some weakness about the shoulders. His hair, the colour of ash. He spoke of the weather. <laughs> he spoke of the weather. <laughs> is that how we're average these days? We speak of the weather. Okay. Yeah. To fair, that is very well. British, to be fair. <laughs> Can you believe this fucking weather? <sighs> you flirt, you kiss. And for what? Sex? Love? Pathetic. To actually level my charisma stat. Ah, a gamer. You may pass. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like that. Nobody claim 2023 as your year. We're all going to walk really slowly, be really good, be quiet, be cautious and respectful. Just don't touch anything. Yeah. To be fair, you keep saying 2023 is going to be our year, so you be careful. It is going to be our year. We're going to fucking... Well, I mean, we've already got... We're already <laughs> freelancing for another company, so I mean... Well, it's a good start. The year has fucking begun. So, I forced a bot to watch over a thousand hours of Hallmark Christmas movies again and again, and then asked it to write another Hallmark Christmas movie of its own. Here is the first page. God. The Christmas on Christmas. Good time to have one. <laughs> Small town shows globe refillery. We see a single mother refilling snow globes with Christmas juice. She is widow. Her husband died in every war. Single mother. I refill globes better than Jesus. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I refill globes better than Jesus claws. Yet, still, my twins are dad free. Why? They need double dad. Businessman enters the shop. He wore clothes that coat money, that cost money. His hands are briefcases and his hallmark <laughs> hot. For briefcases. And he's hallmark hot. Single mother continues. Hi, do your snow globe. <laughs> do... I actually didn't read this before. <laughs> do your snow globes lack wet? Hurry! Christmas attack soon. <laughs> snow globes require wet. <laughs> That sounds like the greatest festive come on ever. Ugh. I've still got a whole page of this yet. This no is fucking fuck big. <laughs> Businessman has flashback to when he was business boy. <laughs> a, Christmas, a Christmas tree explodes and his family on purpose. He now hates trees and Christmas and explosions. He exits the flashback. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is single-handedly the greatest journal entry of all time. You might be. And we're not, mate. We're we're not even halfway through yet. You oh, okay? fuck me. <laughs> Businessman, shut your sound. I am from huge city. I bought your land and I'm turning it into an oil resort. An oil resort. Single mother, rude behaviour. <laughs> this is a family business. I sell families. <laughs> I am widow. My husband is now bones. <laughs> Single mother points at her husband's bones in the corner of the room. What? They are all they are all gift wrapped in eggnog. <laughs> what? We're nearly there. We're nearly there, Jamie. Come on. Here's this man. <laughs> All of my wives are bones. That is America. But I must make money for my twins to live. They are my prince. <laughs> There's a lot wrong with that. Anyway, single mother. <laughs> I too own twins. Please don't have bought my land. Christmas is today. Businessman, laugh. 
I bought Christmas, and now it is never unless we go on dates. <laughs> Single mother, I cannot date because of a snow <laughs> curse. I pray Santa helps me. Santa cannot help. She did not know, but Santa was her husband. Santa is Bones. Bones help nobody. <laughs> oh my God, there's so much to unpack. I, mean, <laughs> I feel I was just end the journal there. <laughs> I was trying not to interrupt at any point, but fuck me. My my husband is Bones. He's gift wrapped in eggnog. <laughs> what? <laughs> Although, can we all re- please now refer to dead people as Bones? For simple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do your snow globes lack wet? That's the greatest festive come on ever. <laughs> it is, but it has to be a female to a male, surely, because it'd be weird if you said it, because we have snow globes. Well, I mean, they could refer to the, to the, to the chesticles as that, I suppose. <laughs> um, chesticles. <laughs> I was going to say that as well. <laughs> Jamie, you're right. I literally don't oh. give a shit what temperature you want. What part? Uh, what, sorry, let's start that again. I literally don't give a shit what temperature you want, what part of the oven, or what cooking time. You're going on top at 200 degrees, and I'll check on your well-being in 20 minutes. <laughs> that sounds like my oven because it's that fucking old. Throw it in, hope for the best. See, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, if, if we if die, it's not a bit burnt, they take it out. If we turn to bones, we turn to bones. <laughs> I'll end on this one. Because nothing's good. No, nothing now that precedes that that oh. Hallmark movie thing is going to be bro- is going to be good. So we'll end on this. Empty tubes of wrapping paper, Jamie. Yes. What do you do? Number one, pretend it's a lightsaber. Number two, bonk it on somebody's head. Or number three, both. I was going to say both. Obviously both. <laughs> one million percent both. And that was another edition. Of Tom's journal. And that was a fucking glory. I have a headache now from laughing so hard about Hallmark story. That Hallmark Christmas story oh. is I actually didn't read it. I just knew it was a bot thing that wrote it and was like, well, that's gonna be fantastic. I'll take it, and then forgot to read it. Oh so fucking glorious. It's so good. Oh and I I should have that, ended it with that. I should have ended is, it on that because God, that was one of the best things I've ever read in my life. <laughs> well heard rather. <laughs> That so my good. husband is bones. He's in the corner, gift trapped egg knock. <laughs> uh, there is a snow curse on me, and Santa can help. But Santa, Santa is her husband. husband. Santa is bones. Is bones. <laughs> could bones someone please nobody. animate this or just make it a short film? I just want to see this come to life because <laughs> it's just brilliant. It is fucking fantastic. But Jamie, I believe we should get what was what what was the thing you wanted to say before we uh ah, move yes. on? I found something and it seemed very treach like. So I didn't want to put it at the start just in case it had been covered in the treaches or you'd seen it in the journal because I saw it on social media. So I, I was keeping it till the end. But this really made me go, whoa, it's right. It pretty much goes without saying that you are still it in a game of tag somewhere that was interrupted and never finished. I think that's how you shared this and I left it alone. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking true. I, well, but how do you know that you are? You don't, that's the thing. You just don't know. But there's a, ch- there's a possibility. You could still be it, Tom. You could still be it. 
I wonder why they made that tag movie. It's obviously based on something from school. <laughs> I forgot about the fucking film. Why does that exist? I never watched it because I looked at it and went, nope. I watched it. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, I bet it fucking is. Oh, you see Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, Renner like, in it. Yeah. Oh, come on, Jeremy. Oh, Godspeed, by the way. I, I really say, get well soon, Jeremy Renner. Fuck um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that film exists. It's dreadful. But yeah, you're it. Just give me two seconds so we can edit this bit out. There's something else I want to talk about. Oh, I thought you were going to do huge purple fartman. No. Alongside Jamie Renner, I also, being a massive fan of the NFL, just want to send out my condolences, prayers and thoughts and God knows what else to Tamar Hamlin, the safety of the Buffalo Bills, who suffered a cardiac arrest on the field on Monday night twice. Uh, and he was resuscitated two, I think two or three times he's in hospital. In, is, is, in, is stable, apparently. He's only using 50% of the breath of the ventilation now, uh, but just wanted to know that we're all thinking about him and we wish him Godspeed and hope he gets better soon because... I think he's. I think he's very, very young. He's only early twenties. So, yeah. Um, what is amazing is he started a toy drive in Buffalo to get noticed by the NFL, and he wanted to raise mm. two and a half thousand dollars. And I think it's now at six million. Um, I saw this. I didn't know that it was related to. I didn't know. I just heard about his toy drive thing. Yeah. So, um, and fair play. As much as I despise him, Tom Brady donated quite a whack. So, uh, fair play. We wish you Godspeed tomorrow. We really hope you get better soon. Absolutely. Oh, that's horrible. Jesus. Yeah, it's not it's not pleasant. It came from uh, I think T. Higgins collided with him in the game and he just went fuck. So still we move yeah. on. Let's get to the piece, the piece of resistance. Welcome to the Chronicles of Matthew Bacon from the Nevermind Polly Podcast. Math, Matt, Matt even is uh, is a podcaster from the Nevermind Polly podcast, as I just said. Um, <laughs> he, uh, ha- I think his shows are in half an hour since he interviews bands from the world of rock and metal. He attends festivals, he attends gigs, reviews them, talks about them, reviews festival announcements, does album reviews. There's, if, if you can think of it in the world of rock and metal, he's probably done it. Absolutely. He just absolutely loves the world of rock and metal. He has a love for journalism. And wants to do that for his living. So, do you know what? Took the power in his hands. I want to do that. I'll do that. Here you go. Here's the Nevermind Polly the podcast. And it is absolutely fantastic. He spoke to some incredible guests. Some guests we've shared, like Shima's Burn, Defects, Lena Scissorhands. They are all fantastic episodes. And we cannot recommend you go check them out enough. As Tom just said, his episodes are short, 20 to 30 minutes. Nice bite size. Sometimes you'd look at a podcast and you go, I do not want to listen to someone waffle on for ages. Me personally, I love that style, which is why we do it. But sometimes you just want it bite sized. Like, I need it bite sized, Dave. And this is perfect for you. It's absolutely fantastic interviews, fantastic content. Go and check out Matt's show and go check out this interview with Matt because it's absolutely brilliant and he's hilarious. And the fact that Jamie just basically took every single word out of my mouth, there's no need for me to carry on. So we shall get straight down to it. Jamie! Yes, sir. Any final words at all? Just a massive thank you to Matt. And as you're all going to appear shortly, I apologise about the start. We, we're we very silly boys. Yeah, it was just sex jokes. Sex jokes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, interviewing this week, 
It's Matthew Bacon of the Nevermind Polly Podcast. Ah. Yeah, Matt, how you doing, mate? Champion, champion. Do you reckon you, 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 you reckon you keep it up? No, I'd, too, I'd laugh. The accent that is, not your cock. Hey. <laughs> sex jokes, sex jokes, because we're men. Talk <laughs> <laughs> about having penises, because we're men. Sex jokes. <laughs> Hello, are you there? What's going on? Hello, my friend. Yeah. How, how are we? <laughs> I love that I joined that very moment. That was amazing. <laughs> is it my headphones? You're coming through really fucking loud. Is it no, it's, my headphones? It's very loud. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll turn me down. There we go. Please, if you wouldn't mind. It's, be like, oh, this is great. Yeah, this is wonderful. Um, <laughs> throughout the entire thing. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so no, tell us a story. Cool. Is that better? <laughs> that's... Up, it's up slightly a bit quiet now. Sorry, Matt. That's okay. You're all right. Tell me yeah, when it's good. good. Oh, yeah, perfect. Awesome. Let's go to fucking tell you. Let's do this entire episode, all right? <laughs> so, what joke did you enjoy? Sorry. <laughs> Just, I, I, I joined and it was very chaotic and it's my kind of energy. It's the kind of oh, energy okay. I need today. <laughs> it's just because... Um, we were talking about Yorkshire because we like doing the Yorkshire accent. My family are from Yorkshire, so mm. um, we like doing the Yorkshire accent. And then um, Jamie was like, "Do you reckon we keep it for the whole interview?" And I was <laughs> like, "What the accent? Or your dick? Way, we're men, sex jokes." Um, yeah, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense now. The context makes a lot of sense. I wasn't short point. You came in, so I was like, "Okay." I came in at that exact bit when you were like way dick jokes, and I was like, "Okay, oh, okay, we're in." Okay. <laughs> it's, all good. it's such a male thing to do, though, isn't it? it is it's like, good. you know, did you get one? Did you give her one? <laughs> well, man, <laughs> <Well, man, laughs> starts to roll. Right, that. <laughs> Absolutely, it's just. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I can't have my. Do you know what? Right, it's because it's the new year. I'm absolutely buzzing for podcasting this year, and I just thought, fuck it, let's go in with. Pla-. Like, I'm, I'm for some. I wore a jacket for you, Matt. Right, so I thought, Amazing. hopefully, it doesn't look too. Pre- it doesn't look too pretentious or no. like you know twatish. Do you know what I mean, it'd be like, oh yeah, well, I, I obviously am a podcaster because I wear a jacket now. So, um, <laughs> is that what we do? <laughs> Apparently so. It, it's all good. So I'll I'll pre-warn you now. I've got tissues and I've got juice because I'm absolutely dying. I've got the worst cold, but I'm fighting my way through. I wonder where this God is going. Bless you, my friend. <laughs> no, I've you, got you, tissues. I've got moisturizer. Let's go, boys. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about dicks. We're in. We're sorted. <laughs> Man <Love> size. <laughs> Literally. Literally. I mean, I'd be quite concerned if that was mo- if that was a, that's a lot of moisturizer. I'd be slightly concerned. Yeah, sorry. Let me just get it out of my sock. Uh, just give me a second. <laughs> Let me unravel it for you, Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. Just give me one. Just give me about a minute or two. All right. It's like, oh, so your dick enters the room of ten minutes before you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt's here. Wait, it might be a while, but he's, def- he's, he's definitely arrived. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I know there's an interview we need to do, you know, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> I'm so confused, but I love it. I love the oh, energy. I'm spitballing. Just spit, I'm just... keeping all this in. I don't give a shit. It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> all the women are like, oh, God, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone except my missus, who just seems to enjoy everything I do for some reason, is mad. <laughs> That's great. That's, <laughs> That's, nice. That's support. That's what you want. You want yeah, you literally. Want that. Literally, she... Um, 
uh, always says to me, she's like, oh, you're just like the most perfect man. I'm like, you fucking need glasses. I've got a pair if you want a pair. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. You should take that the other way around. Be like, yeah, I know. Thank you so much. I really yeah. appreciate you. Yeah. Soak it all in. Don't fucking be like, actually, love, you're wrong. I'm actually a piece of shit. <laughs> Tell me something. I didn't know. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. We're, we're not normally Matt, chaotic, Matt. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Fine, so I, 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 basically, Matt, as I don't know if you've ever watched our show, but uh, you should know the, have, the process, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Oh, well, you're too kind, sir. Um, Jamie does a nice little interview. Uh, interview, fucking hell, let me start that again. Jamie does a nice introduction, what I'm trying to say. Begins with I, you know. Yeah, no, that's it, good. I can be forgiven. It's been, I was going to say it's been a long day, but I think that's a bullshit excuse. Um, <laughs> uh, so he's going to lure you. He's going to bring you in, and you'll be like, oh, yeah. guys, this is quite nice to be here and then we're going to absolutely bombard the living fuck out of you the questions are you not going to know so what's good. going on that sound good sounds good good i mean you're already laughing so that's uh, yeah. I think oh, honestly, a winner. it's the chaotic energy at the beginning i was like well i was not expecting that let's go <laughs> to be fair I you're probably it. the first person we've ever welcomed into a zoom call with dick jokes dick jokes way dick jokes so it's <laughs> the first Most for everything kind of energy, here boys literally <laughs> All right, let's get this intro out of the way. Go on. Ladies and gentlemen, this week we bring you our first guest of 2023, and it's a doozy. This week's guest, like us, is a lover of music and hearing people's stories. Because of that, this week's guest started his very own incredible show where he talks to different musicians from all across the globe. Ladies and gentlemen, today we welcome you to the Chronicles of Matt Bacon and Nevermind Polly podcast. Hello, gents. Thank you. That's a lovely little intro. How are we? How's things? Very well. Yourself, sir? I'm I'm good. We've had a very chaotic start. We can't deny the chaotic start <laughs> that we were talking about. I won't go into it. I'll let you guys divulge if you want to talk about it. But yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I, I suppose it's almost like the the little beginning of people like get warmed up for it, I suppose. Because mm, normally absolutely. we used to edit it straight out and then have it as like a little special piece. But now Jamie just goes, do you know what? I can't be fucked to edit this. I'm just going to leave it in. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> the the no editing rule is pretty standard with with the podcast that obviously I do, in the sense of although although it has not gotten me into trouble, but we've become very friendly with conversations and things, and then the band's gone fuck, we need to edit that all out, and I'm like, <laughs> ah, okie yeah. dokie, and it's part of the part of the thing, but yeah, generally I'm like it doesn't get edited, so if you say it. It's on you. So I will return the favor. If I say it's on me, not on you, boys. So it's all good. <laughs> but the way is, I just like keeping that conversation flowing. It sounds mm-hmm. weird with sudden stops and starts. It's just, it's just absolutely. It's nice Jane, I was joking. It's all no. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me again. <laughs> don't take it, just don't take it personally. It's okay. Right. No. We'll have a little cuddle later. It'll be yeah. fine. Okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> normally, Matt. I normally, I'm tempted to now change this first question because it was so long ago, which is mental to say in itself anyway, but I'm going to ask you anyway, because I'm quite, I'm, I think I'm still quite interested to know what people did. How was your pandemic season? Okay, cool. My pandemic season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So as for most people, it was kind of, it was such a weird thing. So not to dive into the politics of it, but geographically where COVID started in China and all that kind of end of the country and being geographically based in the UK, watching COVID spread and watching nobody in power do anything about it was nothing short of terrifying, 
But the fact that we all, majority of at least, made it out okay was kind of like, oh, okay, we're not going to do nothing. Oh, it's in France. We're not going to do anything. It's okay. But it's kind of, what is funny is I stupidly, or not stupidly, it depends how you look at it, decided to go on holiday March 2020, which is my birthday, and I was in Paris three days before they shut the border, which, it's... much to my parents' dismay and kind of amusement now, they went, well, it's not that far to swim across the channel. And I'm like, <laughs> true, it's not. But yeah, so to the, to the point, that I was due to fly back on the Monday. And because Paris is such a big city anyway, it was a case of, um, I went, I left like seeing the Louvre, for example, till the Sunday. And I was like, I'll wait, do the big attraction on the Sunday, get it out of the way. And literally the authorities were like, everything's shutting down. We're, we're locking up. Like where no one's going anywhere. And at that point, I was like, get me the fuck to the airport. Get me the fuck home. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was it was a bit mad. You say that your parents in the channel's not that big. If you can't see the country on the opposite from, yeah. you know, the horizon, <laughs> it's definitely pretty fucking big. <laughs> and also, this is, this is the same parents who put me in for a 50-meter swimming class when I was little and failed to make it and nearly drowned. Um, to the point where I not in I say that like I didn't actually drown, but about oh God, it was probably about five, six years ago, I decided to take up some sort of like fitness regime because obviously I'm a fitness god, as you can tell. Um, but I decided to go swimming with my sister and my mum, and again, just at my local pool, and again, just nearly drowned because my legs just didn't want to work. And, like I was swimming, like over half across the pool, and I was like. Ah, I seem to be sinking like a rock <laughs> going to the bottom of the pool. Had a bit of a panic and was like, "Now nah, fuck swimming. It's not for me. <laughs> Unless you, when you hit the bottom and Poseidon's like, I finally got you. <laughs> Welcome, Literally. Matthew. <laughs> Literally. It's amazing laugh with swimming. Everyone's like, oh, swimming's easy. It's just you get in the water. Move back. These people, I'm convinced they've never actually tried properly swimming. Yeah, absolutely. But the joke is, so I'm from Norfolk slash Suffolk. I'm literally on the border between the two counties. And I know a lot of people throw a lot of shade at Norfolk and Suffolk saying we're all inbred and all the rest of it. But joke's on them because climate change is real, boys. And we are in where I'm geographically located. It's the flattest land. So when the floods do happen, I'll just swim away with my webbed feet. I'll be fine. (laughs) Like, I'm hoping there was a web feet joke in yeah, there. Yeah, you can all sit and make jokes about us like from Suffolk and Norfolk, but we'll all be all right. We'll just swim way to the Highland. It's all good. The rest of you are so. fucked. Norwich is, Norwich is a lovely city. I've been there. It's, it's gorgeous. It's really it's, nice. It's so weirdly stunning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not somewhere you think, you know, you go, the Cotswolds, stunning. You know, yeah, yeah. Edinburgh, what a city. Norwich. It's also yeah. on there. It's like, I was walking around there going, look, this is... It's like Bath. It's gorgeous here. <laughs> it's so weirdly quaint. And you you make the joke about Bath. I've been I've been to Bath uh, once or twice. And again, I went there and met a few friends due to my absolute love of Ench Kyrie. And it was a case of wanting to go and see them. They were playing in a place called Froome, which is in Somerset near Bath. Yeah. And literally had no idea what it was. Booked the ticket, then realised it was in Somerset, which probably fucking too far to travel for anything really and so i went to this tiny little fucking town in the middle of nowhere met some amazing people and they all sounded like me and i was like fucking incredible we're from different ends of the country but we sound the same (laughs) so i'm i'm convinced it's a um 
a Michael McIntyre joke where he's like a group of farmers started off in, in Norfolk and said, you stay here, you go that way. They got to London and everyone's like, hello. And they keep fucking walking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they ended up in the West country. That's how you get two groups of the same people. Incredible. <laughs> but yeah, to answer the question about um, the COVID situation. Yeah. It was kind of one of those things where it was like, Oh, this will be fine to have a bit of time off from work. And then nine months later, lost a job, got a job, got a girlfriend, lost a girlfriend, got a new girlfriend, everything. Yeah, started a podcast. Crazy, really. How about you, boys? Busy, busy boy. <laughs> Jesus boy, Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, COVID-wise, I'm trying to think now. That's uh, like a very long time ago. Yeah. I moved to Wales. Absolutely. That's Did what you? I remember. I lived, in, I lived in Cheltenham, which is mm-hmm. very close to the Welsh border anyway, mm-hmm. and then just hopped over onto Cardiff. And uh, now I'm in Newport with my lovely lady. So, uh, yeah, uh, nice. that's probably the big... Other than that, I was on furlough for a year. That was great for the mm-hmm. for the summer. And as I've yep. said, it was autumn, so I kicking like, okay, well, uh, I've been, I've seen everywhere. I've walked everywhere. Uh, <laughs> what do we do? Netflix is complete. Um, yeah, absolutely. Pornhub complete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to previous jokes. Yeah. New porn and red hamster, all done. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what to do myself. Oh, this, this is a thing now. Cool. This will be an awkward one. <laughs> it's, it's when it's when they brought sport back. That was the best fucking moment ever. When rugby came back, I was like, yes. And then everything was golden after that. Absolutely. Just a load of uh, beard, load, load of bearded, chunky men running around. Let's right up your street, Tom. I totally get it. <laughs> oh, mate, like you wouldn't believe. Like yeah. you wouldn't fucking believe. Yeah. About <laughs> my COVID, I don't really bloody remember what I did. I got a new job. Mm. I did a hell of a lot of Joe Wicks YouTube videos and spent Ooh. an awful lot of time with a three year old, which almost drove me to the point of insanity. But other than that, yeah, it was fine. Just cracked on, don't you? That's the thing. I didn't come out with any children, which is very good. I'm very pleased about that. So, l- luckily, my, my sister picked up the slack and she's had one and she's now got another one due in like 10 days. So she picked up the slack for us. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my child to bring it back to the Norfolk joke. No, it's no. Not at, Hello. <laughs> I know, but I could just see the pieces being put together by someone else listening. And going, no, it's not Jamie's much. Look at Jamie. Look at, look at him. <laughs> look at him. He's definitely. Look at thing. Jamie. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Pissing your stuff laughing. Oh, I didn't think of that. You definitely no, did. I, I probably did a little bit, yeah. Dirty boy. <laughs> Honestly, I'm the most self-deprecating guest you'll ever have on. It's fine. <laughs> so We're sorry, guys. We apologise. <laughs> yeah, oh, You've got some really good people behind you for this podcast. I'm just making, yeah, jokes anyway. <laughs> it's all good. So take us back, Matt. Take us back to the days when you were a young wee lad. What did young mm-hmm. Master Bacon want to be when he was growing up? You said you said masturbator is funny. Um, no, what did I want to do when I grew up? <laughs> um, so when I was like like really young, maybe like six or seven, wanted to be some sort of like either a doctor or potentially working like on the railways. But one of those things isn't going to happen in my lifetime. So, you know... Sorry, British Rail, you got to wait. Got to be a doctor, obviously. Um, but no, <laughs> no. When I when I discovered music about 12, 13, basically kind of want to do what I'm kind of getting away with doing now, but not being paid for it. And somehow no one's told me no with the podcast and just sitting with reading like the pages of Kerrang, Metal Hammer and going, well, this is cool. I want to do 
what these people are doing. Not as in playing, but like listening to people's lives and now podcasting allows you to kind of do that. So yeah, it's kind of like a nice full circle moment, really. I love that. So obviously mm. there is a big passion for metal music. You just mentioned that there, reading the pages of Krang and Metal Hammer. Where did that come from? Where did that love of metal come from? My dad, 100%. My dad is my dad is very much... So he, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the band Rush, but yeah. I am a long-term sufferer of the band Rush, as is yeah. my poor mother, sister, brother, anyone who knows my anyone who knows my dad. Um, no, that's, that seems a little harsh. No, but he's he is such a music fan in terms of the rock music rather than anything else. Um, so like... Yeah, it basically come from him and we our first my first show I went to when I was 14, which is mental. He we were allowed to go to a show when you're 14, um, the UEA in Norwich, and I dragged him along to see Dragon Force <laughs> of all bands. And my dad has seen some, you know, some big bands. He's seen like um Sabbath and Ozzy back in the day, Maiden and all the rest of back in the day, Pink Floyd and whatever else. And he, to this day, says it's the worst thing he's ever seen, like quick with pencils in his ears. But again, Guitar Hero 3 in 2008 was massive. And Through the Fire and Flames was was it. My 14-year-old oh, self so was fun. loving life. That's so <laughs> fun to play on Guitar Hero 3. Like, I just wish I could play it on medium. You're like, fuck! <laughs> like, I think that's literally all I'd ever say. It's great. That was awesome fun. <laughs> Dragon Force a great live video. What's your dad on about? Uh, so I, I I watched them. I think it was probably download 2017, 2018, something like that. And I watched them from the back of the field. And I'd have, I'd had a few beers, and I was like, "Yeah, sorry, Dad. Was a bit, was a bit, was a bit <laughs> cruel to put you through this." Looking back at it, but I kind of actually no, actually no. Again, this is probably me being horrible to my old man. So. No, it's not. It's not. It's a double-edged sword. I remember. So, so one of his favorite bands is Deep Purple, right? Mm. Got nothing really against Deep Purple, but prog is kind of one of those things where I'm like, I either love it or I don't. And Deep Purple sits in the camp of very talented, clearly, but just not my cup of tea. But I booked in the ticket on the back of the fact that Europe were playing as support. And like he hands down his most hated record is the final countdown. So you can imagine my like joy at handing him this ticket for Deep Purple and going, oh, happy Christmas. I think it was Christmas. Happy Christmas, Dad. He's like, oh, amazing. We'll go to London, go to Deep Purple. It'll be great. Like, it was a father bonding experience. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, here's a support act. And I was like, Europe. And he's like, you are fucking kidding. And I'm just like, no, 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 seriously. And he was like, Oh, all right, fair enough. And we went, we went to set the O2, and I paid about 75, 80 quid for a ticket, so it was expensive. But that about four and a half minutes of seeing my dad in pure, just absolute <laughs> dread, me on my hands, just <laughs> fucking slapping him. They go, Come on, it's the final count. And he's gone, I fucking hate this wreck. And then the guitar solo comes in, and he's literally gone, I fucking hate this so much. But the joke was on him because I had to sit through two and a half hours of deep purple. So, oh, yeah, yeah, two and a half hours. Oh, it was about two hours. It was. It felt like two and a half it hours. Felt like two and a half hours. <laughs> I think that was just the keyboard solo, to be honest. <laughs> it's just the intro to Highway Star. That's all that was. Yeah, literally, <laughs> <laughs> ruling. 
I find now though with like gigs and shows and stuff, they used to watch you could like people back in the day could go watch like Guns N' Roses in like mm-hmm. I don't know Folkestone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or fucking absolutely. Like in like tiny, tiny little venues. Now we have to spend 80, 90 quid, like you just said, to go watch mm-hmm. something we don't really like very much at Wembley or at mm-hmm. the Stadium of Light or the Etihad. Do you know what I mean? Because for some reason stadium shows are a thing that's like, why can't they come back? I saw Fozzy. Right, mm-hmm. so Chris Jericho's Chris Jericho's band in a tiny little barn in Cheltenham, which was absolutely nice. am- it was an absolute sweat pit. But my God, it was incredible for like yeah. fifteen quid, I think. And yet, I don't understand how. I, I guess it's like inflation, the way the world is now, and all that bollocks. But like how it's gone from you could spend like a pound or four quid to go and see Ozzy in this tiny little venue in Ipswich, and then all of a sudden it's like now you have to go to London and see him for a hundred and fifty pounds. But he's like eighty million years old now. Yeah. And that, that's the thing as well. Like, it doesn't... I think it's such a a rock metal kind of thing. I, and I know that other artists, like, you know, big rap artists and stuff, you pay a lot of money for. So one of my other loves is Billie Eilish. I fucking adore her. I think she's incredible. And I went to go and see her live. £110 a ticket. So, like... Disgusting. Yeah. And my other... So my... T- <laughs> such a juxtaposition. My two favourite artists, I guess. Billie Eilish and Metallica. I paid the same amount of money for both tickets. Both were incredible. But at the same time, it was Billie Eilish. I was like front row to the side at the O2. So I was really close. And the only reason I paid for it, because I got that ticket. There was no way that I was sitting up in the gods. I was like, I'm just yeah. not paying it. It's not, I'll buy the DVD. It's fine. It's not a problem. Like um, the same with Metallica got standing and everything else. But like, it's, you know, it's so mad that we have to pay so much money. And then it's, hotels trains it doesn't just stop at a ticket price anymore and i get bands can't tour in everyone's back garden but at the same time it's a it no. can be a bit of a pain yeah no i i completely agree with you but like parkway drive one of my favorite bands ever but i'm not mm-hmm. paying 50 quid to go and watch them mm-hmm. like do you know what i mean it just it was 30 pounds last time why is it 50 now yeah like, it's obviously absolutely. because they've obviously got the fees from elsewhere people are greedy little fucks but that's mm-hmm. why i envision it anyway but i yeah. didn't get to go see parkway drive and they were literally at the cardiff international arena and i was like yeah. well yeah God, i missed it to be honest but it's i'm not paying the, i'm not paying it no that's fair i went to go and see them um on this tour because lorna shaw which is my other half rebecca's literally favorite band and she would have broken up with me like if we didn't go to that fucking gig she would have absolutely just gone now you're all right. Doesn't matter how attractive or whatever you are. That's the beginning of the podcast. I'm not just being uh, egotistical. <laughs> if Jamie's not edited the beginning of the podcast out, that would make you seem like a massive egotistical maniac. I might cut it's... all those bits out though. So yeah. just up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I totally get it because, like I say, it's it is a lot of aspects that people don't really see or think about when mer- when the venue's taking like 35 percent of merch sales. And it's like, fuck that. But, you know, I always, I think back to like, so Enish Caribbean, one of my favorite bands, that I've never paid any more than about 30 quid for a gig ticket of theirs. Even if it's Pally Pally or it's like UEA Norwich and they just go, no, we're not doing it, you know? And even like from uh, a comedian, so Lee Evans, when he used to tour, used to be like 25 quid a ticket because he was a man of the people and got it and was like, no, if you're paying for a night out, it doesn't just start. It starts with the gig ticket. Then it's hotels, beer, food, whatever it may be, you know? So yeah, I totally get no, it. I agree. No, absolutely. Yeah, I totally get it. Massive tangent there. Sorry. Ooh, um, it's all good. It's all good. 
<laughs> let's let's bring it let's bring it back round. Let's just let's mm. bring that back in. I know Jamie wants to come see because Kiss are Jamie's favorite band ever, and they're doing their final ever tour. And it, what is like a hundred and twenty pound ticket or something? Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I tried not to talk about it because I'll just get upset again. Sorry, I'm not apologies. happy about it. I'm not happy about it at all. So is it? And again, I don't want to rub salt into your into your wound, but is it part fifteen of Kiss final ever tour? Yeah, they're because... saying they're saying it is literally the last time they'll come here now. Like, I know everyone's that, taking the piss and his tour's gone on mm, forever, but it did have a two-year gap. No, no, that's that's totally yeah. fair. But like there was, and again, I don't begrudge uh artists coming back and making music and doing what they want to do. That's completely fine. But if you're gonna sell something as a final, make it the make final. It final. Yeah, that like Jeremy, you know I final has a lot of connotations going, this is your last chance to buy it. It's like fucking sorry, tangent again, DFS, the final level sale. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's just what it sounds like. <laughs> and it's oh, just yeah. not Why a great look. compared to a sofa company? Kiss, <laughs> are literally, look. Kiss are literally DFS and Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. whatever. Oh, or is it? Or is it? Yeah. <laughs> I've retired seven times. Have you, Rick? That's nice. You're probably back in about a year or two when you're 85 and trying to, you know, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. It's just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Just stop. Just stop. You're too old. Literally. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're absolutely bang on. Anyway, let's revert back. Let's actually get yeah. back around and before Jamie that about Kiss. Um, <laughs> where did your... So I know you mentioned Kerrang! and you mentioned Metal Hammer and you said that's what you want to do, but like, what made you want to start a podcast off? Why did you go, do you know what, actually? Let's put this into practice. I actually want to start talking to these people. So the, pod, the podcast kind of has got three phases, so to speak. So the first phase which wasn't really a phase to begin with, is basically me and my friend, Reese, who was a subscriber to my YouTube channel. So I'd done YouTube for about five, six years, like going to download Reading, wherever, vlogging the experience, everything else. Um, and he was a subscriber to that. Lockdown kind of happened, and I jumped on the Twitch train like everybody did um, and was like, okay, I'll just like do some gaming and stuff while while we sort of all got this loads of free time on our hands. And um, we are massively both into football. He's a Swansea football supporter. And I said, oh, it'll be fun. Like, we can just chat on Twitch about music while doing FIFA, basically. That was what who we kind sport? of did. Uh, who do I support? I yeah. don't, which is a really bad okay, cop-out. I, I, I have to say I support Ipswich because it's my dad. And again, he will disown me if I don't say that. But again, okay. I'm just a, I'm more of a fan of just the beautiful game, as it were. Um Okay. Which gets me out of a lot of trouble normally. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we kind of were just bonding and, and stuff over that. And people were like, yeah, the, the chat's great, but FIFA's shit. Fuck this off and just do a podcast. And it was like, oh, okay, let's do that then. And we just chatted about music and whatever else. Brought on uh, a friend of ours, Andy, and we became like a trio. Because I always think trios work quite well. And we just done like 60 episodes like that. Um, Reese and Andy moved away from the podcast. One went, uh, Andy went to university. Reese has got now, I think he's married to his other half and like got a lot of life stuff going on. So it kind of left me on my own. And I was like, oh, well, this is a bit shit. Like, I, I like doing this, but I've got no one to talk to. So I just reached out to a couple of musician friends who I'd sort of met through various means. And Facebook's been like a great tool just for adding people and networking. Um, so I went to the download pilot. Uh, event and yeah. I'm a big fan of the band Condra and the bass player of Condra, um, Connor, 
who was going to love the fact he got a shout out because I fucking always mention him. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> he was um, doing a bass sound check uh, before their set, and I was on the barrier wearing a Conjure merch, and we sort of like locked eyes at each other. And he kind of, I describe it as being a uh, rabbit caught in the headlights, kind of was like big fucking stage, big load of people, shit. And I was like, you good, mate? And he's like, eh, yeah, I think so. And I was like, that was all that was said. He there was on, on Twitch doing base stream stuff. And I was like, do you fancy coming on this podcast, coming on for a chat? And that's literally how it started. And then from that, we got uh, Sammy from Employed to Serve, that went to uh, Serena from Svalbard, and then the rabbit hole just goes from there, really. And I thought I could actually bug. kind of make it do this as a thing. So it's like getting a tattoo, and then you want another mm. one, and then you want another yeah. one. Yeah, that's literally what podcast is what this is like. We, me and Jamie interviewed him, we go, Oh, is there anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know whether you guys have the similar feeling, but my, I love, I think I've pinpointed in the last year, I love the chase. I love chasing PR companies, which sounds like a mental thing to say out loud, but I love back and forth thing and then securing a date and then doing it and then coming off the Zoom call and going, fuck yeah, that was a good chat. Yeah. And it's like, once it's done, it's like, I I didn't really think about it. Like I've literally released one today that went out, uh, that we recorded end of like uh, middle of December and I've not thought about it. I'd done the intro there and then, so I had to listen back to it. I was like, what did I say in the intro? And I was like, Oh yeah, so I'm like having to preempt everything that may or may not happened. So like I can't really like it's it's a difficult <laughs> thing, but like it's it's fun at the same time. But yeah, it's um it's good. I love it. I like that. Good. But obviously, you said earlier on how you reading Karanga Matham and wants to get into music journalism. Mm-hmm. Was the podcast your first step into doing that, or did you try anything else beforehand? Uh, so. As I say, the YouTube channel was basically me just kind of vlogging my experience and saying, hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a downloader, whatever else. Me just basically getting drunk and being a bit of a nuisance, to be honest, <laughs> much like um, a lot of the YouTubers uh, at festivals do. But um, again, I kind of pepper in there like I do an album review, which is basically me just going, this album's cool. This is what I like. I realize I'm not very good at doing album reviews is why I don't do them on the podcast generally because it's like I don't feel like I've got the tools to kind of do it but at the same time I want to give a shout out to a band I like you know Mm. whether that be Slipknot or whether that be the newest underground metal band that I've just found on Spotify so I kind of like took that and was like well actually I could just chat about you know music so and kind of developed a little bit of a following over there so I guess it kind of is but it isn't if that makes sense people kind of watched listened to my opinions but in terms of actually like sitting down as a quote-unquote journalist which I always do on the podcasts I say to the um guests and things I'm like oh by the way I'm not a journalist I'm just a man who's a fan of your band and they're like either goes one or two ways they either go why am I sat here or they go oh cool amazing and I'm like it's cool like do you know what I mean so I, I agree with that. I always like to point out when I'm a fan of someone's band. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think they like to talk to someone that actually knows what the fuck they're going on about. <laughs> absolutely. And so I, I had um, Liam from Counterbats, who is literally the most high-octane person I've ever spoken to. Like, it was <laughs> it was like fucking 10 o'clock in the morning there in Canada. In Canada. And I was like, we're going to Canada and da da da. And um, it's the first international one I've ever done. 
and I'm going to sit back for the mic because I'm going to do an impression of him. And he's like, I'm the first one. And I was like, fucking hell, dude. Like, dude's got mad energy. But um, yeah, and it was kind of like, yeah, just because I've got mad love for those bands. He's like, so tell me about that tour you done in 2009 when you done X, Y, and Z, Z venue that you've probably not thought about since you performed those dates. And he's like, I forgot I even done them. And I'm like, I didn't because I was there. Like, and I can like relate it back. And they're like, oh, that's fucking wicked. So no, I totally, totally get where you come from as well. Like saying you actually give a shit, which is, which is nice. You know, it's very true. I've, I've got to ask, I feel like I might know the answer to this because I'm, I'm guessing my brain's racking, but where does the name Nevermind Polly come from? Okay. So the Nevermind Polly pod. So my YouTube channel was called Nevermind Matt, which is a self-deprecating pun in itself because it's just oh never mind matt that's right you, you didn't quite make it to be a youtube star never mind um but <laughs> it's such a shit joke but also um when i started the youtube channel i needed a name for the channel and but in my back of my parents house i had uh, a wall of cds behind my uh, computer monitors and uh, eye level was never mind by nirvana and I just went, oh, never mind, Matt. Hmm. Never mind, Matt. That works. And then it just stuck. So then when me and Reese were thinking of a name, it was like, oh, you know, and we kind of bounced around a lot of names. And I said, I want to like try to include the never mind thing somewhere in there because it kind of like links the two things together. Hmm. And then we're like, well, let's look at the, the album Never Mind. So I was like, Polly. Never mind Polly. It's so shit, it almost works. And then it just stuck. Like, you know, so my first ever love of a band was Green Day, right? But Green Day don't have a good name. That is not a good name for a band. Do you know what I mean? But like, it just becomes a thing. And it's just, they're called Green Day. And it's like, you know, you don't really think about it until you go, that's a shit name for a band. <laughs> so yeah. Talking to of... someone whose favorite band's name is Kiss. I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you, when you go kiss, you know exactly who you're talking about. So it's just like, yeah, it, it kind of works. Exactly. I, I was right, mind. though. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Does Polly mind, or are we? Are we? Are we to, so that you actually took the joke right out of, out of my uh, out of my book here, Matt. Mm. So it's like, are you sure Polly doesn't mind, or are we meant to never mind her? Is she? So is she quite angry about it, or what? What the? <laughs> that, that's very. I've never heard that. That's good. I like that. I like that. I do like that. That's good. Um. So what we fail to kind of realise as well is the song "Polly" by Nirvana is actually quite a deep, quite nasty, quite horrible song when you look at the lyrics, and we're like, by and we've never been questioned on it, and we haven't been since. But we always kind of had that in the back of our mind, gone. By the way. We don't endorse anything about that song and the lyrical content <laughs> of that song either. But again, we were like really thinking too far into it. But yeah, it was kind of that's kind of how it happened, I guess. It's great. It's a great name, though. I was just—I mean, know, it, it it will do. It's stuck. It's not changing. So. <laughs> but you've you've had some absolutely mental people on your show. I was having a little gander through early. Obviously, mm. very similar to some of the people we've had as well, like Lena mm. hands. Uh, James Threadwell mm-hmm. from She Must Bird and the Defects Boys, etc. But mm-hmm. like you've had Darren from Funeral for a Friend. Like that is yeah. killer. I love, I, I fucking love that first album. Mm-hmm. Like Casual Justin Deep Conversation is one of the greatest albums I think I've ever heard in my life. Uh, and that band, again, they play, we had this guy randomly out of nowhere for like two or three shows. 
book out the two pigs in Cheltenham, which is a tiny, tiny little underground venue, and they had Funeral for a Friend play there and Buried Tomorrow. Amazing. And they were going to have the Red Juice apparatus. It's just like, but then it, it all the money disappeared. I don't know what happened. It was a bit weird, but mm. it was great. So for that time being, um, how do you how do you acquire these absolute stellar fucking guests? And uh, talk slowly so I can write it down. <laughs> no, it, honestly, my if anyone is wanting to to do a podcast or or you know, anything like that, my biggest bit of advice is just ask. And it's so I believe in the I'm quite a big believer in the six degrees of separation theory that we are all connected by six people, or at least I'm connected to Darren from Funeral for Friend via six people or less. So with that logic and Facebook, basically, for a lot of it was kind of like, oh, you're friends with such and such. Ad was a friend sending a message. Would you want to come on the podcast? Nine times out of ten, they're like, yeah, sure, no worries. And it just happened organically like that. And I think that was pretty key to the fact that COVID was a thing and the lockdown was a thing. And a lot of people had a lot of free time. And Zoom was actively probably the biggest platform ever at that time. So it's like, do you yeah. fancy just having a natter? Because we haven't had to do anything. So do you fancy just having a, having a natter? And um, that's kind of how that happened. And then getting some of them have been through the PR companies and a lot of them have been more so than that. But again, even now that I just, um, I do just send out random DMs. So we got um, Ash from Holding Absence, the drummer of Holding Absence. And again, oh. I just shot him an Instagram DM and he was like, yeah, sure, man. When works for you? And I'm like, amazing. So Great band. Excuse me. Um, it's just a case of sometimes just shooting, shooting your message and just hoping for the best. So sometimes it pays off. But <laughs> what I will say is you boys, I don't know how you managed to do it. So again, I don't like to be in competition with anyone because there's enough space for everybody. But I went after Wednesday 13. <laughs> you absolute <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> when I saw that, I was, so I got not declined, but I was like, Wednesday's not doing interviews at the moment for whatever reason. And once I get told no once, I generally just leave it. I'm like, yep, yeah, cool. No worries. We'll do something soon. And then I get like a notification like a week later, the Chronicles of Podcasts interview Wednesday 13. And I was like, absolute motherfuckers. <laughs> so please do tell me how you managed it. <laughs> I mean, if you watch that interview, just see, I just had to take a step back because I'll let James yeah, crack yeah. on because he is in his fucking element in that entire thing. <laughs> I was a very giddy boy that episode. Yeah. Really was. <laughs> but that take ages to peg down a date for Wednesday. Yeah. It took a yeah. long time. So that's probably why, because it was a long time in the working. To, to be honest, I think it might have just been because our um, artists and stuff work on such a tight schedule with PR and they don't release, um, you know, they'll only be doing press for like two weeks or something stupid. And if you don't get it within that two week time frame, like, so I totally get it. Maybe I just shot my, shot my email too early, but it was just kind of one of those things. I was like, you absolute bastards. But, that being said, you've done it for like two and a half hours. So you've done it justice more than what I would have done with my little half an hour stint of whatever I did. Do you know what I mean? So I love it. It was really cool. I could have gone so much longer. I had to, I had to reel myself in big time. I was like, I just thought, tell me all about that Gunfire 76 album. I love that. What are you doing another one? Come on, tell me. <laughs> Amazing. So you were saying before, like phase one of the podcast was you and Reese and Andy. 
and a yeah, yeah. Yes, a memory. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just like chatting the shit, but can you remember what that first episode you did was about? Oh, um, I... I can't. I'll tell you what I can do. I can, but I can't. So let me just go on to Spotify and I will try and find out if it says anything on the notes. Because I think it was just a case of we were just chatting just about music kind of we kind of wanted it to kind of be a little bit like a Kerrang magazine, but in the form of a podcast. So like hmm. you'd have the news section, you'd have like little tidbitty bits, and then it'd be like we do then we then have like a main topic we talk about on that podcast. So like on one of the podcasts, one of the early podcasts we did, we I just posed a question and I said, is social media bad? And we did a whole podcast about it. And we kind of argued the for and against and everything else. But again, it would be like, um, we were really quite ambitious to begin with. Like we done five episodes on what we called the World Cup of Rock. And we got like 70 odd bands and we pitched them against each other based on like their critical standing, their albums, their sales. And like we narrowed it down to like this one band that was meant to be the best band in rock. And I think it was a toss up between like Pink Floyd, Queen and someone else. I can't remember. But anyway, like we were like, that was like episode like five and six. So like we were quite ambitious to begin with. So um, I mean, in terms of the first episode, let me just scroll 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 uh never mind we discuss uh, what it's like to be a music fan in 2020 and so much more so there you go but um i remember being super nervous but weirdly not because it was just we didn't expect anyone to listen to it we had no idea what we were doing for the most part but then like within a month two months we had like listeners from like america and like you know, oh, I want to say I don't want to say the obvious places, but like Europe and like Australia. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Like, you know, I expected to get a little bit of reach, but when you got people like in Puerto Rico listening <laughs> to me and a guy from Wales chat some shit about music, I'm like, who the fuck is listening to that in Puerto Rico <laughs> or in like fucking Brazil? I'm like, who the fuck is listening to this in Brazil? Like, mental. And again, like when you've got a big guest on it kind of, the, the legwork is kind of done itself because mm. ex guests on the podcast. But when it's just two friends just talking about something completely random, it's pretty mad how it, how it kind of branched out that way. I love it. When was the last time you listened to that first ever episode? Um, I want to say it was quite recently. Um, and that was only because I just, I kind of wanted to go on a bit of a nostalgia trip. I don't tend to listen back to my own stuff. I listened back to the ones that me, Reese, and Andy did because A, I want to hear what the hell I said. And if I'm going to get cancelled, if I ever get big enough to be cancelled, which <laughs> I'm pretty certain I will be at some point because I've said some, we done a, um, a drunk cast, which in hindsight was the fucking worst idea anyone had ever said. Let's spend three guys getting drunk on Zoom and spend four hours talking to each other and getting progressively more drunk. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. We are, I just, and you know what? I actually, in a podcast really recently, said, oh, yeah, you should go back and listen to that. Why did I send people to go back and listen to that? Absolute travesty. I have no idea. Just jump um, onto Podbean, like, delete it, delete it, delete it. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, honestly. But I kind of, I want to say I stand by by everything I said, but don't know what I did say. So <laughs> maybe I don't. Maybe I don't. <laughs> 
So where did the premise of the show come from then? Why is, I know you see, I know you don't interview people all the time. You do like Bloodstock mm. Review, Download Review, you know, here's the this album or this band have been on tour or whatever. But like, why when interviewing guests are you only, because obviously we do ours for over an hour or so interview wise mm-hmm. and we have the show extra on the uh, either side. But obviously yours is, here's the intro, here's who I'm talking to, boom, half an hour, bosh, done. Um, so that for that reason is because it kind of fell naturally that way. So some okay, P, some PR companies will say you have got thirty minutes, and I'm like, cool, I can run for thirty minutes. Excuse me. And then sometimes I, I, I kind of podcasts are great for the long form, which you guys do brilliantly. But also, oh, it doesn't. It. No, no, but it doesn't have to be long form either. That's kind of the thing. Yeah. It can, yeah. it can be as long or as short as it needs to be. There is, in my opinion, no point in me sat down with someone uh, in a band and me just waffle or talk at them. If they are receptive and they talk to me and kind of understand a what a podcast is, because I've had a few of them where like I'm having a chat and they're just like, "Okay, you're going to ask some questions in a minute," and I'm like. Yeah, it's like a conversation. Like I said this at the beginning, and they're like, "All right, cool." And I'm like, oh "God, like, do you know what I mean?" Um, but yeah, one. I think what, if they understand that it's kind of conversational, I always make the point of saying it's a conversation. I'm not a journalist, and I'm not trying to catch you out. I'm not trying to get you because that's the thing. Like people are so can be so media trained. They can be like, so I get I got a question on my Instagram uh, the other day. I did like a Q&A on them. They said, I guess you'd love to have, right? Now, the obvious answer I firstly jumped to was like, Corey Taylor from Slipknot would be amazing because the numbers that man could pull in would be incredible. But there is not a question that man has not been asked. So yeah. like from a podcasty slash interviewer type of point of view, I'm like, I don't... I don't know what I'd say to him because he's so trained in the way to talk about a record about, and that's just because he's been in the game for as long as he has, you know? So when I try and have someone on, it's like, I'm not trying to catch you out. Just let me just have a chat with you like a human being, you know, and anything you want me to edit out, I'm not, it's not going out live either. So anything that we don't want in there, I can just edit out. It's not a problem. Like I had um, one particular artist on, who was on the same record label as a quite prominent up-and-coming band who I'm not going to mention, only because it will trigger somebody and they'll be like, who is he talking about? But this particular band um, were on a lot of festival bills over the last couple of summers and they hadn't had a record out and it was like, hmm, something smells a little fishy here. And me and this artist... We're just talking about it just quite freely and they went a bit further than what i just did and was like yeah they're fucking shit they don't deserve to be they're only there because daddy's money and all the rest of it like went in but again it was nice and refreshing that someone felt comfortable enough to be like no actually fuck this band you know and it was the text i got after was like matt great interview mate but can we delete that whole bit of like, <laughs> band? and i was like Ah, oh, I really into it. Like, yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> he's like, he's like, the PR would fucking kill me. And I was like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> I love that. We're lucky we've only had that a couple of times. Like with someone said, can mm. you take stuff out? I remember one guy who was like, Can you take that stuff out? And then about immediately he was like, ah, don't worry about it. Fuck it. No one's gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I, I don't want to. I don't want to take over the podcast, but I want to ask you guys, just from a podcast point of view, have you ever had someone who's particularly awkward? Have you ever <laughs> had a, a podcast where it's like you don't have to say names, but like where you started it and gone, oh, why did we do this? Why did we start this conversation? And you start backtracking in, in your head because I've got one in my head that I'm happy to talk about. We start backtracking. You're like, oh fuck, why did I do this? <laughs> I can't think. I can't. I can I literally can't think, think of, of one, and it was so early in our career. It mm. really doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but I'm not, that, not no? saying that because we're not trying to shit on anybody. I, I genuinely no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. can't think no, of anybody. Fair. So I had, um, and this isn't throwing shade at this individual. To be fair, um, so I had uh, Sean from the metal band Violence, who I love. Violence, they're a great fucking band. Um, and he came out in the press and everything else as being an anti-vaxxer. This is basically like mid-COVID, right? And he came on and we were like, oh, we're here to talk about the EP, blah, 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 blah. And his whole rhetoric was COVID, right? Now, to my kind of joy, I guess, for some reason, my microphone didn't work. And I only recorded my audio. So I was having a conversation with myself. So I would talk... And then there'll be a gap of about two minutes and there'll be me talking again, which was kind of a blessing because the whole thing was just him going, yeah, COVID's not fucking real. Yeah, COVID's like a load of shit. Oh it's all a government God. conspiracy, right? And I'm like, yeah, so um, Phil from Machine Heads back in the band, uh, that's really cool. And like, he's like, yeah, 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 COVID. And I'm like, fuck now. <laughs> like, I was just backtracking about going, what have I done this? But it's kind of funny because... The PR guy, Andy, from um, Metal Blade Records is lovely. He said, do you want to retry it? And I'm like, I just don't. I'm really sorry. <laughs> like, I was like, he's a bit of a nightmare. And he's like, all right, fair play. <laughs> At least you're honest with him. Fair play. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare, to be honest. But yeah, it's, it's all good. <laughs> I think we also have to tread carefully with who we speak to uh, just because of these guys. So mm, No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, that's why I don't think we ever have to tread that water because if, mm. if there's anything bad about them, we can't touch them. So it's no, no, no of course, absolutely, yeah, yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. And I think that's the thing as well with what you guys do, with having uh, the Sophie guys on board and Stakeholders and everything else as well, is you've kind of almost protected yourself. You've always made like a little barrier to stop yourself from getting into situations that I find myself in where I'm like, I'm just one man. And like, so I, I got sent a, um, a, an album promo from a fairly, I'm not going to mention his name cause I will get a bit of shit for it, but um, a fairly famous black metal drummer who has famously gone to prison for murdering a man in his twenties way back in the day. This is in the nineties went to prison, done his time for murder, da 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 Anyway, he's now back in the public, like, doing his thing. Hey, Matt, do you want to come talk to... I was like, I do not want to touch that with a 50-foot barge pole. The man was literally convicted of murdering a gay man under hate crime. Like, I am not touching that with yeah, a 50-foot... No. Like, you know, I like black metal like the next person, but I am not fucking touching it. <laughs> No, I can't say. I blame you, to be honest. No, not at all. <laughs> but we, we were just talking about some of the, you know, the guests you've had on, like incredible guests, as Tom said. Are there any particular standout guests for you, for whatever reason that might be? 
so I'm going to get, I always give um, the episode I done with um, Mike Mallion from Monuments, the drummer of Monuments, a shout out because I asked him a question. I said, look, I think the question was something on the lines of what does like drumming mean to you? And there was something really generic and really basic. And he went on this like monologue for about eight minutes about why music was important to him. And it fucking floored me. And I'm a man of very many words. I'm very rarely lost for words. I was like, right. Fuck. I'm going to have to go do a podcast now with you. <laughs> this conversation. I was genuinely like just floored. It was like, oh shit. That was, that was really, really like mad. Um, so in terms of guests, CJ from Night is Murder was really, really cool because he's just an absolute dude. Um, trying to think. Sage Francis, the uh, independent hip-hop rapper, was probably the one that really hit home the most. Um, so he made a record in 2014 uh, called Copper Gone, and I've got lyrics tattooed all down my leg. Um, I've got artwork of his stuff in my house. He's literally like an icon to me. Um, and that's probably one of my favorite albums of all time. And again, I just shot him an email and I was like, hey, do you fancy coming on for a chat? And he was like, sure. So when I got on the Zoom call, it was the most nervous I've ever been. And I went, oh, please welcome to show Sage France. He went, hello, Matt Bacon. And I literally just nearly lost it there and then. I was like, <laughs> no, 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 logging off. See you later. F4, F4, I'm out. I can't do this. Like, and yeah, it was just really good chat. But um, yeah, it's really, really cool. It's just nice to kind of i like to break down the fact that these people are just people that's mm. what i try and do with it and, and people put them on pedestals rightfully or wrongfully and i'm like just take them down off that pedestal and say come have a chat just come have a chat with me and that, that's what i try and do at least i think don't you think those are the best moments though when you're saying about the drummer from monuments and you just like mm -hmm. the moments where it's almost like you're etching into history, aren't you? Mm -hmm. You know, this yeah, is the yeah. it's, it's like a big diary. I love those moments where you just sat there and you just go, oh, you know, so why do you love this so much? And then they go, blur for 15 minutes. You go, yeah, fuck, that was, that's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I, I love those moments though, because it just makes you go like, I can't believe I get to do this. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I absolutely, you. absolutely. And that's the thing. It kind of somewhat validates all the late night editing all the and that's the thing it's never just the podcast it's the instagram posts it's the editing of those it's the making of those it's the emailing back and forth it's the trying to communicate uh and like um make pathways to different people it makes all of that worthwhile because and it's a bit like i i, I liken it to to what it must feel like to be in a band all of the shit you have to deal with being in a band loading in like merch sales all of that crap is worth it for that half an hour, that hour on stage, whatever it may be. So I, I totally um, respect the grind that other podcasts and, and people, creative people do because it's fucking hard work. <laughs> and, and, and at least you're one man. At least you've got each other. I was about to say, I'm literally, yeah. <laughs> I have Rebecca, my other half, who I literally just, I send like the artwork to her. I'm like, does this look okay? And she's like, it looks lovely. I'm like, thanks. Okay, I'll go back to my hovel now and just try and figure this out. And she, I don't like. I messaged. I, I spoke to her today. I was like, "Have you listened to the new episode yet?" And she's like, "No, not yet." And I was like, "Why not? It's really good." And she's like, "I know." She's like, "But it's an hour long, though, Matt." And I was like, "Yeah, it's the only hour one hour long one I've done in ages. Leave me alone." <laughs>
Jesus Christ, you'd hate our show then. Fuck. No, oh, no. <laughs> but that, that's the thing. Again, it was just, um, I sat down with uh, Adam from, or say Adam, he prefers to be called Woody, uh, Woody from um, from Polar. And we just got on really well. And we just chatted. It was the, it was the night that England had went out of the World Cup as well. So we had about 10 minutes of preamble about the fact that England got out from the World Cup. But yeah, it was, it's, it's all good. So I love it. What were you, you scoffing, Tom? Giggling oh, is it Scott? I wonder. What... <laughs> to be honest, I, mean, I thought you just like got like a load of raisins and just like shoved them in your mouth while I was. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> That's shot. exactly what I was doing. <laughs> um, no, unfortunately, I'm a Scotsman with an English accent living in Wales. I just need some Irish in me. I'm sorted. I've completely tried. I'd be like some sort of UK Megazord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so. What? Oh, shut up, Siri. So, what exactly? <laughs> Siri's what, what now? <laughs> so, obviously, everyone's got their part. We 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 did a Christmas. Oh, you enjoyed that, didn't you? <laughs> Sorry, I can't take the whole credit because uh, Mike Tomlin, the, the Steelers head coach, used it as a. I'll tell you about it later. Anyway, um, so I've just I've stolen it basically off the head coach of the Steelers. Uh, Everyone's got their news resolutions. So we mm-hmm. did a Christmas special, we did a New Year special just to like rein in the end of the year. And mm-hmm. obviously you kind of want to progress the show and take that next level. So for mm-hmm. you, what is, obviously don't give the whole game plan away because we might be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, what is your, where do you see the show going for 2023? What is the, what's the next step for you? What do you want to achieve? So the next step, um, so there's, there's there's two there's two kind of answers to it. So my main like if someone was to change the question slightly to kind of bring it on to the main point is what is the intention for the show when I started? The intention of the show is to get free gig tickets and meet uh, meet bands. Simple as that. Because gig tickets are expensive. I like going to shows. Meeting bands is cool. Like simple as that. And I managed to achieve that with Bloodstock and Arc Tangent this year. Um, went to Arc Tangent as guests, thanks to Adam from Bloodstock, who you've had on before. Adam is lovely. We love Adam. Um, and we do. Uh, Arc Tangent was uh, through press and everything else. And um, it was just kind of one of those things. So next year is kind of stop worrying about the numbers because I'm such an obsessive over numbers and analytics, and I shouldn't be. Because no, if someone took it away from me tomorrow and go, you can't do this anymore... I'm like, well, that was cool. That was a cool couple of years where I was doing this thing. And my life would still carry on because it's not like I do it as a, literally as a side hobby as opposed to like a, an actual job. So I kind of don't worry about the analytics and stuff because I don't have to, so to speak. Try and just enjoy it as much as I can when I'm in it um, and just keep doing what I'm doing without being sounding cliche and just keep trying to push and be the best version of what i can be both in terms of like an interviewer a podcaster but also having the best equipment i can afford you know i mean this this microphone cost me like 90 quid and it's fucking class like you get like the um is it the sb7 like 300 pound ones that all the podcasters have i'm like i don't need it this one's like 90 quid and it's fucking amazing do you know what i mean but like yeah if it was a case of I could have the really expensive, nice thing, and I could have the really expensive webcam to up the production quality. Then amazing, but I don't need to because the content. As long as the content is good, everything else will kind of fall into place, or so it should. 
in kind of real times because as we all know we all have that one band who are amazing but only 12 people listen to on spotify and it's a fucking yeah. travesty and it's like why is this band not massive and i feel like that sometimes about the podcast i'm like why is this podcast not massive and it's like oh yeah it's because it's literally just me doing it on my own like <laughs> it's not only that though the content the quality everything is there our problem mm-hmm. as podcasters is there is 650 million bazillion podcasts because it's yeah almost free to do and anyone can yeah. do it all you need is something to record on on a mouth you could do it on an iphone for fuck's sake mm-hmm. yeah but that absolutely. that's why it's so hard to stand out and it is an absolute mm-hmm. nightmare i will sit there sometimes and i'll be like i've edited this i've stuck it all together i've done all the artwork i've promoted the balls out of it and it's got yeah. four views are you fucking kidding me <laughs> and that and that's the thing as well like you've got to be very careful not to become cynical and not to fall into that trap I because i and I'm not going to mention names, but I have a friend who does a podcast and he's falling into that trap very hard. And as a friend, not only as a content creator myself, it's like, mate, you you can't go on your podcast account and say, why is no one listening to my podcast? And it's like, it's just, it's like, you know, it's social suicide. Don't do it. Like you can't like, no, just like, Keep that stuff for a burner Twitter account that no one knows who you are, and just tweet that into the ether. Do you know what I mean? But like, don't, don't. You know what I mean? So it's hard to sometimes keep the motivation. But it, when you've when it when it goes well, and when everything goes swimmingly, and you have just great conversations with people, and just enjoy what you're doing, that's the main thing. And if I, I always maintained when it was the YouTube, where it was the podcast, or anything like that, it's if at least one person gives a shit then i'll continue to do it because i love doing absolutely. it and absolutely. if no one when people stop listening i'll probably just stop and i'll probably just go it's all right cool no worries i mean i won't because i'm not i'm that i'm too driven i'm too far into it now where i'm like i ain't gonna give this up you know what i mean so but <laughs> you get my point <laughs> i absolutely agree i stop looking at numbers i just like do you know what i do this because i get to hang out with my best friend we get mm-hmm. to talk to incredible people we make incredible <laughs> memories and it's fucking awesome. And it's one of the best things I've ever done in my life. So I don't shit people listen to it. I love this shit. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the thing as well. Not not to sit and just stroke each other's egos, but you've had some mad guests on, on the podcast. And you guys have such an array of different people as well, which is makes it always like really refreshing because I totally get it. If someone like with my podcast will tune in for like one or two episodes and then tune out for the rest of the year because they don't like, you know, I try and keep it so it's like we'll have a pop punk band, we'll have like a rock band, we'll have a death metal band as opposed to just all being one type of genre or whatever. But again, it's not how the nature of the business works because, you know, I'm very much at the mercy of when bands release records, when they're available, everything else, doing it, quote unquote, like the professional press way and saying, X band is doing press now. Do you want to jump on it? Yeah, cool. And if it happens to fall that way, whereas you guys can kind of go, we want an actor this week. You'll go after an actor. And if you, and I know that's not how podcasts work, but how it perceives when you look at it on Spotify, it's like, you've had an actor, you've had this, you've had that. And it's like, cool. It's just different conversations and it makes it interesting, you know? Oh, thanks, man. No, it's, it's you, like genuine. Like, sorry, just to stroke each other's egos, but like, you know, it's <laughs> all good. It's like, I mean, 
You should wait to see what I... We've got January and February already full, and it's just... Really amazing. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little bit delicious, I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, sorry, I don't. We, I know we're sucking no. each dicks here, but we'll just... Uh, <laughs> there we go, I'll take it out. Um, <laughs> I mean, I went with stroking egos, you went with sucking dick. I'm all for it, it's all good. Tuck it back in your sock, Matt. And yeah, tuck it back in the sock, literally. <laughs> I did, I feel. Were you interviewing in the press at Bloodstock? I wasn't. I I was guesting at uh, Bloodstock. So we just um, me, uh, my other half, Rebecca, and my best friend, also called Becca, but Rebecca technically, um, which makes life very confusing. Don't get the two mixed up, for God's sake. Um, <laughs> That'd be well. Yeah. One is very northern, being my other half, and the other one is not. So it makes life a little easier. Um, <laughs> she's gonna hate me saying that um <laughs> no so we we went purely as just kind of friends of the podcast guests kind of thing um which was very nice but we didn't end up doing any press things i know you guys did um mm. which is which is really cool so but yeah i just thought i saw you that was all i just i, I, I was in the i was in the vip area but i wasn't like uh in the in the press tent bit if that makes sense so yeah I know we, they're kind we, of, we were interviewed in the just in the serpent's lair Ah, yes, the surface metal. Yeah. The surface metal is good. It is great. Really nice. uh, do you, do you, did you get? Did you get press for? Arc, sorry, I'm just really interested. Um, no, no, that's no, cool. You got press for Arc Tangent, did you? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the press for Arc Tangent was super cool. Um, but you know what? I will say this much, and I'm not saying this to be ungrateful. I totally understand that people pay for gig tickets and festival tickets. So me, for what I'm about to say, may come across as gone. Fuck his nail, he's arrogant. It's not. I loved Arc Tangent as a festival, I thought it was fantastic, but I spent literally about 90% of it in the press area and didn't get to see hardly any bands or anything else, which made it for a good festival in terms of the podcast, but generally it's a lot of waiting around. And they had like Wi Fi, but apart from that, there was no other phone signal. So I was literally in a field in Bristol, cut off from literally everybody oh for like fucking four days with the very exception of this one uh, Wi-Fi system that was in the press like area that was basically terrible, but was enough to get emails across. And again, a lot of it was already pre-booked and pre-sorted. Um, but again, getting someone to turn up at the right time when you've me emailed them two weeks ago can be a bit frustrating when they don't turn up. I think I had like... 10 interviews across the across the three days and three of them didn't turn up so i was just sat there and again i'm quite uh i try and be um what's the word on time i try and be like attentive so i'm there 10 minutes before i'm meant to be i then wait half an hour after i'm meant to have been there and still no one's shown i'm like okay cool no worries and then i just like wander back up to the field like so it was cool. It was really cool. So, but there was a few things I was just a bit like, "This sucks." But again, it, you ever you ever say that on social media when you're at a festival, going, "Oh, stuck in the press tent. What a shame. What a horrible existence." I must yeah, have. No. like people like literally got a close friend going, "Fucking shut up, you tit. You absolute <laughs> tit. Just shut up." And I'm like, oh, "Sorry." Like, <laughs> but I did have a couple of mad experiences. Not that I interviewed them, but. Um, I'm a big fan of Jamie Lemon, and he just happened to walk into the press area and ask me for directions as to where to go to the artist check-in. 
because I think he thought I was working there because I was on the I was on the phone using the Wi-Fi to talk to my other half, and he was like, "Excuse me, where's the artist?" And I was like, "I was like, that's Jamie Lemon from Reuben and shit." Oh fucking hell! Like, and I saw that was like, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> that was really cool. So. It's almost like our Daniel P. Carter story of Bloodstock, where Tom sees him ordering fucking vegan food and runs at him. He didn't run Did you it. actually run at him? I just run at him. I didn't run it. I waited. I, I saw Daniel P. Carter. I was like, holy shit. Okay, so I'm going to wait here. And then yeah. I'll just, if he, if he walks by, I'll grab him. If he walks away, I'll go and get him. So he happened to walk towards. I was like, yes. So I say, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, sorry, Dan, uh, Mr. Carter. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, have you got have you got a quick second? And he was like, well, do you want my food, do you? I was like, no. <laughs> I don't want any of that vegan shit. Thank you very much. Um, and I literally said, you know, we're doing this, what we're doing. We're luckily we're outside their tent. That sounds mm. so potential. Like, oh, we're nice. working with these guys. We're doing podcasts and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I was hoping you might have a free minute or 10 uh, mm. to sit chat with us. He was like, yeah, sure. Like, oh, oh, amazing. Shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's there amazing. It was great, absolutely great. But Danny Winterbates was because I'm a huge bro tomorrow fan. Danny yeah, Winterbates yeah. was that was uh, when I had to go and get him from his security and his, his um, PA and stuff. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> I love that. And you know what, right? And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this in the not unlikely event, but if they do listen to this, sorry, Deb, I'm gonna throw you under the bus. Um, so Deb from the guitar player and vocalist of Harriet was on the Arctanto, so they played. And again, we've become quite good friends on social media and stuff. And um, the second we were like, oh, hugs and high fives. And was, oh, you're all right. The second I pressed record, she'd done the biggest burp like into the mic you've ever heard. <laughs> it was literally incredible. <laughs> and we all just started laughing. And she was like, come on, come on, everyone. We need to do shop. We need to play shop now. Like, <laughs> we need to do band stuff. And it was so funny. And like, I was just looking at um, Julian, the drummer, who we've become quite good friends. And I'm just sat there holding this mic, just trying not to laugh. I'm like actively not looking at him, just going, no, don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. Don't laugh. We've got 10 minutes. Do not make me fucking laugh, <laughs> you motherfucker. So, but yeah, no, it's really cool. And Dan, Danny Picard is fucking a huge get. And um, yeah, Barry Tomorrow are amazing. And Danny oh, is that. such a such a great dude. The new album, I'm, I'm buzzing for the new album. Buzzing, <laughs> much. I just, I'm literally giddy as ever. Yeah, yeah. They, they they're one of those bands like Deftones. They're a band that can't release anything shit. Mm-hmm. They just can't. They yeah. can't do all day to remember. They can't release any shit. It's just great. Everything's fun. I know a lot of people shit on the last day to remember album. You're welcome. I was never about to it. say. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I hundred percent agree with the day to remember statement, but. It, it, We'll, we'll run yeah. with it. It's fine. <laughs> they played in London on my birthday this year, last year now, and mm. it was just a magnificent evening, and they were absolutely that, phenomenal. That being said, I am a an apologist for a lot of Machine Heads material. So, you know, I, I totally get it. When people go, ah, oh, Catharsis was shit, and I was like, it's got a couple of good songs. Leave them alone. Like, Rob... Rob Flynn was clearly going through some stuff, you know, or, or what. And they've released a brilliant new record this year, so it's fine. Like, <laughs> Everyone's I, always an apologist for their favourite bands. I defend, yeah, Saint was, Ang- I defend Saint Anger for fuck's sake. But, that is a tough one. Although, although I won't defend I, Lulu though. They can fuck off for that one. I, I did think this would be an interesting idea for either a podcast 
because the world needs more podcasts. I'm just going to throw it out there. Or a YouTube series or a video is, um, and I come up with the title, and you can have this if you fancy it, um, Defending the Undefendable or something to that effect, where basically you get a critically damned record and try and see if you can defend it. So I'm thinking St. Anger, Lulu, um, Oh, what's the uh, catharsis for machine heads? There's got to be like loads of like Love critically, critically like damned records that are just terrible by all the critics. I'm like, right, li- link which one? The latest, latest one before. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> so yeah. Say, I think we're saying like hybrid theory or something. Just oh, like, no, for a massive curveball in there. <laughs> 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 yeah, like you can 100% get away with like trying to do. And again, like it's the thing is, it's all opinions and opinions are fine. Like, that's, you know, that's, that, that's the one thing I hate more than anything is people that go, who'd like. Just remember, they're fucking wank. Oh, do you know what, yeah, mate? Yeah. Now you've mentioned it. Actually, I want this to remember again. Now you've mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Hate that yeah. shit. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. To apologize. No, 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 it's fine. Like, I, I just think it would be an interesting concept to try and like sit down and go, well, is it actually that bad? But then I thought, actually, that's, I, I have a lot of pain in my life and I don't need extra pain of having to listen to some anger and that snare tone and try and defend it. Like, <laughs> there are some good songs on some anger in there somewhere, but. Not behind that said, it's not a bad album, it's just a bad Metallica album. That's what yeah, 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 for yeah. sure, for sure. <laughs> Matt, before we start wrapping up, my friend, for those listening to this have never heard your show and would like to, are there any particular episodes you might point them out towards, whether it be the early ones, an interview, whatever it might be? Mm. Um, so, oh, God, that's a good... I knew you were going to ask something like that, and I'm not prepared, so give me two seconds, because I always feel like uh, I have, like, my go-to, so... The Mike Mannion episode is a go-to because, again, he's just such a confident speaker in what he's talking about. But let me just, because I was, I will forget someone and I feel really guilty. Um, I do the same. I feel really guilty otherwise. People go, who's so, that on the show? I'm like, oh. Oh, you literally. <laughs> we had, um, <laughs> so really, so in November this year, we had um, Levi from the band Chugaboom on. And if you're unaware of who Chugaboom are, they are a masked outfit very similar to uh like a slipknot a sleep token uh who's the metal new metal ones that wore the masks at mudvane do they wear masks uh, mushroom, head. Oh, mush- mushroom, mushroom head. head yeah not the same style as that but again all masks all the rest of it they done a cover of uh bohemian rhapsody a few years ago and it it, it has to be seen to be believed it is Okay, <laughs> and honestly, that podcast was a fucking riot from start to finish. He came on fully masked up. I have no idea what he looks like. We just chatted, and it was just the funniest fucking thing. Um, sounds yeah, like, honestly, sounds like we interviewed two dogs when we spoke to Slay Doggy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was really cool. Defects, obviously, defects are fantastic. We love, love these boys. Love those boys. Um, yeah. Yukovi. I hope I've said that right. Yukovi. I don't know how I say it, but yeah, they're really great. That was a really great episode. Um, TPD. Rob Kellis is the, probably the biggest one in terms of um, people who are like have a social following. I guess that aren't in a, in a metal or rock band. Um, they do YouTube content. They had a video about they went to Coachella. And it went like super duper viral. Um, and so 
six British lads from Leeds go to Coachella and shoot Coachella for what it was really like. And they've been going and running in Leeds and download for years and years and years. And we spoke for like over an hour, which is funny because I got a little bit of backlash from their followers going, oh, you're only doing it for clout. And I was like, what they don't realize is that we go back five, six, seven years and we've got like DMs back and forth, like supporting each other on the channel and everything else. So I'm like, it's all good. It's all right. No need to get like all hateful. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, any of those. But basically, I just chat loads of shit with your favorite metal bands and rock bands. That's my new tagline. I'm rolling with right that. Put that on a Disney, on a Disney, on a business card. What's a Disney? What's that to say, Disney? Chat, oh, I don't know. Just chatting the shit, chatting the waffle. <laughs> chatting the waffle, I love it. Mr. Stevens, do you have any more questions for our glorious guest? I do have one final question for Mr. Bacon here. I'm pretty sure he was a Blue Peter presenter, wasn't he, Matt Bacon? He, Matt Baker. I'm Matt sure Bacon. that's Matt Bacon as well. I'm there pretty was sure. A... Ta- Richard so, Bacon, I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Richard Bacon. So I've got a, I've got a tidbit for this. Oh, so. Oh. Family Richard name. Bacon is actually my brother's name, but it's not the Blue Peter presenter who got famously done for doing cocaine or something, didn't he? Yeah. He got kicked yeah. off the show. So that's funny. Also, not a relation to Jim Bacon, the old weatherman on BBC in, in the in um, East Anglia. Not him either. <laughs> but the funny thing is, you mentioned Blue Peter. I've actually been on Blue Peter five times as a child. So that's a random little tip before you weren't expecting. Okay, well, I was thinking we need to wrap up. I've got to go to work. Collaborate, <laughs> <laughs> mate. So way, way, way back in the day when I was in primary school, they the Christmas episode of Blue Peter, they used to go out on the BBC, like BBC One, whatever it was, at like four o'clock. They selected four primary schools to come in and do a kid's choir. And for some unknown reason, my tiny, tiny like primary school in Suffolk, which I won't mention the name of because I'm pretty certain it's probably a security password for something. Uh, (laughs) So I won't mention it on a a podcast. Anyway, um, we were part of one of the four schools that used to go in and sing either Come All the Faithful, I think the the carol is, or there was another one that, that escapes me. And they used to alternate each year. And I went on for four years in a row while I was in uh, primary school and I went to middle school and this is how much of a goody two shoes I was at school I got invited back for a fifth time by the headmaster because there was a spare seat for me and my friend on the bus up to London and I remember being really disappointed because we had to walk up this massive hill into television studios and a certain group of like individuals on like the sides of this parade of about 100 kids carried lanterns I really wanted to carry a lantern and five years I never carried a lantern into the studio oh. and I was gutted. But I do have five Blue Peter badges somewhere at my parents' house and nice. signed autographs from all like uh, Connie Huck and Matt Baker and what was the guy, Simon someone? Simon, Simon Thomas. Simon Thomas, there we go. What a and legend he is. Blue Peter knowledge. <laughs> who's, who's the other one? Matt Baker, Simon Thomas... The Katie... Connie Huck. Was it a Zoe? Was it her name Zoe? This is, like so un- this is so uninteresting for your podcast. I'm doing apologies. I'm trying to remember <laughs> like circa 2000s Blue Peter presenters. But um, 
Anyway, yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> what Amazing. was the question again, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, just to wrap up, basically, it's like, did Go you ever, when you first started podcasting and doing your stuff and everything, did you ever think that you'd be sat here chatting to like guys from Holding Absence uh, for Covey and that's you know, mm. those sort of sort of artists? No, not at all. And I am forever living out my teenage fantasy and dream doing this podcast. And I always joke, and I hope it will remain a joke, that one day I'm going to get a tap on the shoulder and gone, sorry, who the fuck are you? And what the fuck are you doing here? I was convinced that was going to happen at Bloodstock and Arc Tangent and gone, sorry, you've got the wrong wristband on. You shouldn't actually have this on. And just like, get up, come with a pair of scissors, just cut it off. But um, like, it, it is just a case of, um, yeah, it's really, really good, really good fun. And I'm so grateful for everybody who has supported, listened, anything like that. And just the people behind the scenes who's, Literally, their job is to be PR people, but who respond to my emails. Like, shout out Jasmine, who I know you guys for a with. We love Jasmine. Legend. Absolute yeah. legend. Um, Andy from Metal Bay Records. Um, Mono from All Noir. So many people who just give me the time of day. And I'm just some sort of fucking chancer. <laughs> like, when you get people who are actively, like, in, you know, Metal Hammer, Kerrang!, bloody Roxanne, enter big publication, both online, print, wherever, here, and gone, we want to talk to your band. And then I get me, a one-man band, and he goes, can I have half an hour with them, please? And they're like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I just do what I do, basically, and just chat shit to them. <laughs> it fucking works to so keep doing it, my friend. Keep Abs- on doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely love it. Before we let you get out of here, Matt, do you have any plugs, social medias, anything you want people to go and check you out on? Um, if people want to check out the podcast, never mind probably podcast pretty much everywhere. Um, or if it's easier, which I don't think it would be, but link.tree, where it is, forward slash never mind poly, pretty much it really. Um, I want to say thank you to you boys for, for having me on. Um, it's been a fucking blast, and your your guys are fucking killing it. And I'm forever, I'm forever envious because I've backed myself into a corner where I can only talk to rock and metal bands, which, by the way, I love. I'm not slating. I love it. But, ah, oh, you've got like a really cool actor on or, or whatever it may be. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just going to look really strange if I just got started. Side project. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I, I, I've been thinking about it. I was like, oh, you know what? I could just throw caution to the wind and just do whatever because if people still turn up then it's a good thing that's why i reckon your show matt do what the fuck you like love it absolutely 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 no thank you for coming on matt means the absolute world everyone go and check out the nevermind poly podcast i said he's had some incredible guests and some you've heard on our show so definitely go and check all them out thanks guys it's been a pleasure what a fantastic interview. And Mr. Stevens, I must say, the fact you managed to say Matthew Bacon of the Nevermind Poly podcast in those syllables for your intro. I tip my hat if I was wearing one, so you made that work quite beautifully. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate you massively. Um, I just felt it necessary to call him by his full name. I don't know why. Um, so uh, there we are. What a great interview. It's a bit mental. Uh, it's a bit crazy. Um, dicks are thrown around. But it's all it's all in jest. It's all in good. It's all in good. Uh, all in good f- favor. I don't know if that's the right word to, to use. Um, um, but obviously, all views are their own.
absolutely. But no, definitely everyone go check out Matt's show. Matt is doing incredible work, spoke to incredible guests. It's amazing just to see our friends living out their dreams and doing what they wanted to do in life and taking matters into their own hands. It's very commendable and we love it. We do. And now we need to get Funa for a friend and holding absence or at least members of them so that I can be content and happy in my life. And we hope that you all enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. Mr. Stevens. I knew you did. That's the, what's that from? It just sounds like hallelujah to me. Hallelujah. That's it. For some reason, Christmas, I was like, Christmas jingle bells. No, Frosty the Snowman. No. Is it Paul McCartney? I don't know what the hell was going on there. That was kind of weird. Um, Sorry. Yes, Jamie. Audience participation time. Let's participate. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to participate in Jamie's participation challenge. This week I asked, what are your New Year's resolutions or things you want to aim to achieve in 2023? Do you think you'll achieve it? Have you already made plans? The more detail, the better. What say you, Mr. Stevens? So this is a good one. So Jim, I've signed back up. I haven't gone yet. Uh, The weather's been fucking atrocious. So I just felt it best that I'll lose weight later. Um, It's the worst excuse I've ever heard in my life. Couldn't give a fuck. (laughs) Uh, there's one that I we see, I seem to have already got. I wanted to grow and expand this show. I want to get. I want to take it to new heights, take it to new levels as far as it can go. Um, and part of it came true when the Razor Z Rocks turned around and went, "Yeah, we'll have you guys to interview." So, um, getting the word out, spreading the name. We're now also on LinkedIn, so go and find the Chronicles of Podcast on LinkedIn and please connect with us. Please come and join in all the love and stuff on there. It's literally like our Instagram and our Facebook, but it's still fun, isn't it? So it's a bit more profesh. Um, so that was another one. So growing this, like expanded the brand sort of thing and just pushing myself more than anything else to be bigger, better and try and aim for this to be more of a career. Absolutely. I, I, oddly enough, mine are pretty much exactly the same. It's grow this show. I want this to be a career. I love doing this so much. I want to do this as a career. There's no ifs or buts about it. I want this to be my full-time job. There are full-time podcasters out there. I want us to be one of them. Simple as that. So that is one of them. Absolutely. And my other one, again, is the same. It's losing weight. I stepped on the scales the other day. I could have had a cry. I didn't have a cry. I just went, no, I'll use that. And yeah, I've also rejoined the gym. I haven't had a chance to go because I haven't left work at any point in time. But I I do plan to start going again from this weekend and I'll get back to my skinny self. Nice. Yeah. But let's have some audience answers, shall we? First off, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna start on a on a on a down sour note. Miss Gemma Williams says, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. They are made in a drunken haze and then forgotten a week or so later. I believe we should go for things as and when they come into our lives. We'll achieve more in the year that way. I, I kind of get what she's saying. I just think it's a bit of fun, isn't it? But saying that. I just realised I missed one. A carry-on from last year, New Year's resolutions, was to read more. And I did quite well last year. I think I read about three or four books, which is good for me, to be honest. Um, but then I, Game of Thrones happened and I sort of lost my momentum. So i get back on that this year. Because, yeah, George R. R. Martin, you killed my fire for reading, sir. What the fuck is that book about? Anyway. Holly Mansfield says, well, I made one but it's not really working for me because I'm still working. I'm not a billionaire yet. So 
Yeah. One day. One day. Give one it a day. I'll get there. You'll never know. Debbie Moyer, aka my mother. My New Year's resolution is to keep being a magical weirdo. You always have been, mother. I don't see that changing anytime soon. Nina Bryan. I, I like this one. Nina Hewitson. To focus more on myself and getting my fibro under control. To stop doing everything for everyone else and learning when to say no. Spend less time on my phone and more time with my kids. I'm going to work hard at them, so we'll see what happens. I like that. I like that a lot. Nice. Yeah, smash it. I like it. Martin Skerritt says, I'm aiming to reduce the restraining order that Tom Stevens has against me to at least 10 minutes. <laughs> Martin Aris to five, if you're good enough. <laughs> Dean Salmon. I won't stick to it anyway, so fuck it. Why bother? <laughs> Sarah Rees says, to do more things I've never done before and have new adventures in new places. I like that one. I like that one. I like that one. Smash it. Go get it. Joe Mason. I have to quit smoking because my mates, I'm coming to download who don't smoke and they've got a motorhome pitch and I don't want to foul up their nice motorhome stinking of a golden Virginia. Fair. Yeah, do it. I support you, Joe. Do it. Go for it. Do it. Laura... Pullum, I really like this one. Do what makes me happy. Be gentle, be kind, and maybe get my nails done. There you go. Nice. You can do that. It can all be achieved. <laughs> this all makes me really laugh. Karen Huntley. I just realised now she's got the name Karen. This makes it even slightly funnier. My news resolution is to not say out loud the comments and thoughts that come into my head when I really should just smile. <laughs> uh Amy Ellis says, lose weight so I'm fit for transplant once the time comes. Do it for your health. Fucking do it. You can do it. I did it. You can do it. Darren Stevens. I've not made any because I can't keep them. So better to fail immediately by not choosing to restrict oneself. Some great parenting advice there, isn't it? I was going to say, isn't yeah. that your dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Brent Johnson says, my news resolution is to stay alive and it's going great so far. Fair play, fair play. It's working, it's working. Pretty sure his last name's Flippants, though. Oh, shit, I read that wrong, didn't I? Apologies. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies, Brent. I'm not doing very well this week, am I? Anyway, Jamie Price. There's always fucking one with this joke, but I'm keeping he, it. I'm not joking. Great joke. This is why I had to leave Specsavers. I had enough of his dad fucking jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch everything at least 1080p this year. That's my New Year's resolution. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think he's only ever. I think he's only ever got me once. I think out of the whole time. Um, but my new manager, my new manager now does the same thing, and I'm like, "Fuck's sake!" <laughs> it was so bad. I was like, "I can't put that in." I was like, "That's fucking great. It's going in." <laughs> Final two. This one is a lovely one. I enjoy this one very much. Ash Bentley, our friend from the Mighty Ray, former guest of the show. I forgot to make a New Year's resolution. I was busy wrestling a newborn. Does this count as a success? Yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations, <laughs> Congratulations, my friend. And last but not least, it's our good friend, Mr. Ryan Williams. Yay! Ryan says, to find a job that is not in the restaurant industry so I can be a better provider and not be a burden to my family and friends. You are not a fucking burden, Ryan. You work for a living, as more than a lot of people do. So hold your head up high, my friend. To finish writing and publishing my story idea that I started a couple of years ago, to get podcast equipment and start a podcast, and finally start the procedure, the procedure for world domination. I could see Ryan doing that. All three of yeah, those things. You can fucking yeah. do it, Ryan. Him and Graham Arnold would probably fucking 
my god could you imagine those two together that'd be amazing or terrifying i'm not sure which definitely terrifying <laughs> Your says a couple of these resolutions have been for a few years now, so I'll probably only just find a better job and then complain about the fact that I'm too busy for doing the story. You find your time to do these things, Ryan. You find the time to do these things, but it's a resolution, it's not a promise. So you'll do it when you are ready, sir. Absolutely, go get it, go smash it, get it out of the park, out of the proverbial park. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you to absolutely everybody that participated in Jamie's Challenge. Again, we love it every single week. You know, we appreciate you so much. And, you know, the fact that you've joined us in 2023 means everything. So thank you so much. If you enjoy the challenge, Callum's Treachings, Tom's Journal, the interview, and all the wanky bollocks at the beginning, you enjoy the other 68 editions of the Chronicles of Podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Google, Spotify, Apple, for example. We are also on the old YouTube at the Chronicles of Podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Thank you to every single subscriber. We appreciate you. I've noticed we've been going up, so thank you so much. Um, you can catch all our interviews on there and all of our hashtag WBW Way Back Wednesdays. Uh, they obviously ended in July of last year, but they're still there for you to enjoy. Um, I think they're doing some of them are doing quite well, actually. So it's graciously appreciated that you enjoy all of our content from all of our previous channels. Hit that notification button. Hit the bell to get notified when a video is released. And comment, comment, comment. Um, you can also find our Bloodstock Live on there. All of our vlog is on there. And I know that soon our Dublin Cross vlog is also on the way. So we are very much looking forward to releasing that little bad boy. Um, we are also, Jamie, on the old Facey B, as people like to call it. We're on Facebook at the Chronicles of Podcast. Please hit the like button, share it everywhere, comment, put whatever you like, gifts, whatever. Please come and join us on Facebook. Um, Jamie, uh, where else could you find us? Uh, sitting there with a man-sized box of Kleenex, tucking it back into your sock. Absolutely. Or on the Twitter at TCOPod. Wait, hang on. Where else could you find us? Walking down the street and just going, sister bleeding all over the path, in it? Absolutely. Or on the Instagram at TCOPod. You can also find us on TikTok at TCOPod and on LinkedIn at The Chronicles of Podcast. You can also come on down to our beautifully brand spankingly sexy and wonderfully not very new, incredibly gorgeous little website at www.thechroniclesofpodcast.com. All of our us are on there, all of our shows are on there, and all of our sponsors and affiliations are on there. The Chronicles of Podcast. Downloaders, reviewers, sharers, raters, tell all of your friends about us subscribe to us and most importantly you've all got your resolutions you've all got the things you want to do smash them up the park get just nail them absolutely drill them home if you want to do it do it be you be kind be gentle as one of those people just said love everybody just there's no need for fighting there's no need for the first and the feuding you know what i mean let's just enjoy it let's just have a great time this is 2023 motherfuckers Let's uh, go grab it by its big dangly bollocks or titties, whatever ones you want to grab, um, or or both, or I neither. Whatever, whatever you want to do. And uh, let's take the Chronicles of Podcast to new heights, motherfucking lovers. Love you all. Mwah. Absolutely love that. Before we get out of here, let's say thank you to a few of our friends. Every single piece of music you hear on this show is brought to you by one man. The one-man music machine that is Mr. Matt Roberts. Head on over to Spotify, wherever you get your music from, and look for all of his music now. Absolutely incredible songs on there. His latest single, Perfectly Blue. Go stream that now. It's absolutely fantastic. Look for him on all the social medias, at Matt Roberts Music. Tell him we sent you, because you know, 
why not? Just nice that he knows we exist. <laughs> Love you, Matt. Um, we have to say thank you to Stay Cozy Clothing, www.staycozyclothing.com. Go check out all the fantastic lines on there. Braden released a whole new set of hoodies just before Christmas, and they are beautiful. Look at that hat that Mr. Stevens is wearing, right? You know you want one of them. You know you want the, one of them. A hoodie. Look at the hoodie I'm wearing. You know you want one of these. I love this hoodie so much. But go onto their website or download the smartphone app, add one of every single thing you like to your basket, and then when you're at the checkout, enter that discount code, The Chronicles, and get yourself 10% off your order. And may we also recommend the Weirdo Mosher Freak t-shirt in special collaboration with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. 50% of the profits go straight to the foundation. You may have noticed the foundation did a post the other day all about the t-shirt and the money they've received. A massive thank you to Braden for doing that. It is absolutely incredible to see these guys supporting these guys. And speaking of these guys, the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, they are stamping out prejudice, hatred and intolerance everywhere. They are doing exactly that. We cannot wait to work with these guys in 2023 to continue spreading that message. I need you all to go onto sophielancasterfoundation.com. Go to that hate crime tab. There is a questionnaire there. Fill that questionnaire in. If you have ever been treated differently because of the way you look, the music you listen to, whatever it may be that makes you you and makes you special. If you've been treated differently because of that, then we need to get this train a rolling and get the alternative subculture added as a hate crime. I don't know if you have seen this recently, Mr. Stevens, but this made my fucking blood boil on that glorious UK TV show we have called Loose Women. They had a thing on there where a woman on TikTok was basically showing a video she made of her kid and called it Goth Baby. And it was all about the kid. It was, it was basically complete satire. It was great fun, really funny. She also just happens to be Rebby Hardy, Matt Hardy's wife, who they were talking about. And it's Matt Hardy's daughter. But there we go. Um, but yeah, they were saying how the darkness and the goth culture was disgusting. It was satanic and all this sort of stuff on Loose Women. Katie Piper, of all people, judging people about how they look and the way they are different. And I'm so happy to see that Ofcom have released, received almost 100 complaints about this. But it shows that still a national daytime television, the alternative subculture, is being spoken down on, being called disgusting and all these horrible words. It is absolutely unacceptable. And I absolutely, oh, my blood was boiling, sir. I could not believe this is still happening to this day, especially on a program that, let's be honest, influences a lot of people. A lot of people watch that show and go, oh, they're absolutely right, them loose women. I absolutely agree with everything they're saying. And we can't be happening because they're not right. And it's a load of crap. Fair play to Rebby because that video is hilarious. Goth Baby is awesome. You keep being you. Everyone watching this, you keep being you. There is only one you in this fucking world and you be that. And now I'm going to get off my soapbox. And to loose women, delete, delete, delete. Fuck you. Ooh, I'm angry again now. Anyway. <laughs> Jamie, another, I, I second everything you said, absolutely. Uh, also, don't forget to a massive thank you to the Razor's Edge Rocks as well. I don't know if we mentioned it a past few times this episode, but people may have uh, for giving us a massive opportunity. We're really excited to be working for you guys as well. It's going to be grand Oso. So go and check them out. Jamie, another wonderful episode, sir. Another wonderful episode indeed. I still have a headache from laughing so much earlier. That's oh, a good so show. Sorry about that. Um, Matt, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. It's good. It's great to spend time with you, get to know you, etc. So, uh, yeah, thank you for taking time to chat to us. And, uh, Jamie, as for this week, um, we'll see you all next week. 
Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.